this is the city of Oshwam. We're back once again for a lovely, lovely tale. Yeah. And it's got to be a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This we is a very pleasant. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a lovely time. Get <laughs> the sticker off the bottom. I don't know how to feel about huh? that. No, everybody needs to know. Yeah, it's just like the tag on the on the tarhan. Yeah, it's tarhan's tag. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we're back once again. So we're gonna go around the table, say who we are and our characters, and then John is gonna do a recap, and we're gonna get into the fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am Don Boosted Gorilla, and I play Ethier Revia, the Grave Domain cleric in this one. I am Lawrence, and I play Yalum Lo. I'm Sarah, and I play Ritora. And I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. Very good friends. Uh, and I'm John, the Dungeon Master for the City of Oshwamp campaign. Uh, last week, uh, when we gathered again, we, after having saved Nesgrim from certain death, we did some other things, gathered some things throughout the day, we discussed some notes, we took a short rest, and Felix disappeared during our short rest, mysteriously, because Paul has work. Uh, <laughs> Ah. So, after our short rest, we gathered in the cafeteria to begin eating our lunches. Ethier was still concerned about the contents of the pig inside of the stew prepared for sister uh, by Sister Alicia. Uh, so he casted Purify Food and Drink. After we ate, we went out into the hallway. We decided to see what we wanted to do. We were walking around, and we heard a large knocking at the front door uh, as we cautiously and very optimistically considered opening it uh, we did after a short time because we brandished our weapons and barricaded the opposite side of the door and only opened it very slightly to the sight of the frame of our new friend Yalum Lo a thin, frail, pale looking man, still muscular but toned I would say uh, carrying some fresh wood (laughs) for the sisters here in the orphanage Um, We were very hesitant to permit this man entrance into the orphanage after having been earlier that day attacked by a grouping of bandits that were here to rob things and discover things, as we eventually found out. Um, But after some deliberation and consultations amongst ourselves, we permitted Yalumlo into the orphanage. Uh, Sister Alicia graciously received his wood (laughs) in the kitchen... (laughs) Mm, I had to write it like that. Uh, I wish I wrote it like that in the recap, but... mm, It could be changed. It could be changed. Everyone loves wood. We do. I mean... Especially... I'm happy to provide. (laughs) There's there's a limited supply of fresh wood. (laughs) Somebody's got to provide. Especially... I'm your man. The Orphanage of Sisters. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, yeah, we deliver the timber. Yalumlo takes a fresh meal. We... You know, try to interrogate him as we're still very cautious about why the fuck this dude is showing up. Uh, he explains that he is a logger and he recently returned from the catastrophic logging accident that happened on the uh, previous days that we read about on the uh, city of or the Daily Oshwamp. Um, Ethier asks him how long he has been inside of the city, and Yalumo tells him that he has been here for five years, and the two. I guess happily kind of share a moment confiding in one another that this shitty this shitty city is mm. indeed treacherous and bad bad city big cold as I did write in the description for D and D Beyond. Can confirm. Campaign. I love it so much. Bad city big I cold. I love it so much. <laughs> um, yeah, we decided to trust Yalum Lo and work with him for the day, especially because we still consider ourselves trapped here inside of the orphanage on the first of Elseth. 
Uh, Ritora casts Detect Magic to attempt to see whether or not any of the people in her area emanate any kind of magical aura pertinent to any effects or spells that they might have been casting her under the influence of. Sadly, she detects nothing. Um, we eat, we discuss what we want to do, eventually we are requested to try to fill out the supply of timber because the four logs that were brought by Yalumlo are not going to be sufficient for the sisters to continue based on how they anticipate the weather has gone, and after the damage done from the bandits, they are going to have to pay for the repairs of the window, so they do not have sufficient money to buy ample supplies of wood. Uh, we are given a small coin purse and asked to go visit the pawn man. Uh, we decide it is worth treacherous snows and bear the risk traveling out into the midday blizzard uh, after being, I guess, consoled and comforted by the fact that as it's now into the afternoon and post-lunch, most of the people who are going to be caught and tried for crimes are currently caught and being tried for their crimes. Uh, we pass several burnt homes on the outskirts as we are passing through the central portion of Slums North. We pass by the gallows and witness a very long line of people shackled and manacled up as they are being ascended up the Blackstone steps to the gallows here in Slums North. And the same executioner that attempted to hang Jerky is here once more administering justice and punishment. Uh, we did also learn that the site of justice is a ceremonial burial ground to the west of the gallows here in Slums North, as it serves as a reminder to the people who committed the treasonous slum riots a dozen years ago, did indeed get caught and hanged slash burned alive in their homes, and that's why there's a lot of burnt homes here in Slums North. Uh, so we traverse through the blizzard, the high snows, we eventually arrive at the Pawn Man, and Yalum Lo introduces us to the nice considerate young man, Clark, whose arm is currently bandaged, and he is working with fur and wool to line clothes for people for sale here in Slums North. Uh, we inform him of our purpose here, and he offers us a dozen pieces of timber in exchange for the four gold pieces as agreed upon, and you know, has, has some brief conversations of mild importance about one of our characters and the cat's Barricading or trying to bombard its way through the door again. Um, but I, yeah. I hope what happened is one cat was using another as a battering ram. I really <laughs> hope. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we eventually made some bartering, some deals in exchange for our previous cloaks for ones that are more fur lined. Same thing with boots. Retora upgrading her smaller cape to a better winter aligned cloak. As she removed her cape, though, the magic of her Eldrin. Uh, ancestry faded from the cape, changing it from a bright, snowy white to its original, kind of a more foresty green. Clark asked whether or not that was, you know, a peculiar thing to have occurred, uh, and Rotora did not give her name, unlike the other people who introduced themselves to Clark, and instead chose to leave. But Clark, before Yalumlo left, asked for her name, which Yalumlo did give, and was paid a beautiful silver in exchange for a name, uh, being promised that the people who need to know would be told. <laughs> um, unsure as to what that means at the moment. Uh, but Clark extended his sympathies about the state of the orphanage and the orphans in general, um, and we once more left and returned into the snows and the blizzard, uh, now broaching towards the early portions of evening. 
Uh, outside, Ether calls for Malo, and Malo does arrive. Eventually, after a few seconds, uh, and then squawks at an area south by a burnt home, landing and dancing around on the snow, directing Ether's attention. Ether casts light upon a small stone from his hand and tosses it into the wreckage of the burnt home. It lands in an area, and Malo continues to frantically dance and squawk around it. Ether contemplates, and after a brief moment, does go over to investigate Malo's concern in this area. As he approaches, he kicks up the uh, upturn, upturned earth that lays at his feet beneath the snow, eventually making contact with the frozen, decrepit, and severed hand of a woman. As he elevates it out of the snow, he sees that on the palm of the hand, there are uh, branded runic symbols uh, that look quite similar to symbols we had seen previously from some horrifying notes. Uh, yeah. After we get the... You kept the hand, you said, correct? You didn't end up throwing it? Correct. Okay, so you did keep the hand. Uh, Ethier pocket... I just wanted to make sure of that. Ethier pockets the hand, placing it in his pack, and the crew decides to return once more to the orphanage. Um, we... As we pass, uh, we are safely traversing back, but as we approach the doorways, uh, we look back as Sister Honey opens the door for us, permitting us entrance once more. Uh, we look back very briefly and see a small band or trio of three men in black cloaks chasing us towards the entrance of the orphanage. We hurry inside and barricade the door once more, and the three men, as far as we know, dispersed, not entering. Uh, we you know, <clears throat> decide to have our dinner since it is dinner time as we are sitting in the kitchen again. Um, we're, we're having a very awkward meal with Anthony and Mary Bell, the two <laughs> really depressed, angsty teens that exist here in the yep. orphanage. And Anthony confesses that he writes really, really bad poetry about his, his crush on Mary Bell, but, you know, he's, he's doing his best. We attempt to calm him down, and eventually he confesses that he despises Sister Desiel. Uh, who is here sitting with the other sisters on the opposite side of the cafeteria enjoying her lunch. Ritor attempts to, you know, smile over to her, extend an olive branch of peace and apology, which Desiel doesn't give a fuck about, <laughs> still despises Ritora. Mm -hmm. uh, but Anthony confides in them that he thinks Sister Desiel is... Uh, not peculiar, but different, and that she sees things, unlike how Mr. Madeline sees, uh, Miss Madeline sees things, um, in that Sister Desiel just stares blankly at empty spaces and objects at various parts in the orphanage, and does so for extended periods of time. Uh, Madeline usually will speak to something, but it's, you know, a, a whisper as though she's attempting to communicate to whatever vision it is that she is supposedly having at the time. Uh, we try to breach, uh, some, broach some peace with Sister Desiel. Doesn't really go great. She is offended when Nesgrim says peculiar, uh, because she doesn't like being called peculiar, as Ritora has now found out that in the city of Oshwamp, Eladrin are considered peculiar. Uh, <laughs> we make the decision to uh, go back towards the chapel because of the complaints of the draft breach, um, creeping in from the shattered window. Uh, we gather some furs and some scraps of clothing from the storage room. We go over, we barricade in and seal 
the chapel, as we are there, we hear two mysterious whispers in a hoarse tone echoing out from inside of the chapel, claiming that they should not be here and do not break it, keep the seal. And as we turned and left the chapel in fear, keeping it locked and now sealed up to prevent the draft from emanating inside, we heard and saw at the opposite end, at the entrance to the kitchen, on the spiraling staircase ascending up, the figure of what looked like the lower half of Sister Madeline, in a white robe, barefoot, humming, a very, very ominous, intentionally ominous tune. And this is where we fucking pick up today. <laughs> As you all are, you know, about, uh, we'll say 30-ish feet, uh, 40-ish feet. So close to the area where the, the common uh, area is and the front door. And you see the feet, the bare feet of Sister Madeline extending up the staircase. The, the ominous bear. tune. I pictured it too. <laughs> it's okay. The bears. <laughs> the ominous tune again being hummed echoing in the kind of, you know, open area, the dome, you would say, of the staircase. You watch as her feet just slowly slap barefoot on cold metal as she ascends the steps. And you're all standing here. Um, Make eye contact with everyone. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think something might be wrong with her. Should we go check? Probably. Who was that? That is Sister Madeline. She runs the orphanage. Okay. She I was, don't think I've met that one. No, yeah. she was injured during the attack and now appears to be walking around. Uh, She's certainly on her feet. <laughs> yes, but uh, uh-huh. I do not remember being dressed that way. And also she is acting a bit strange. Was I, she... Dress that way. Check in... on her. This does not look like her uh, ceremonial or formal robes that she was wearing earlier in the day. This looks more like a nightgown. Did I see her wearing a nightgown when I was in the? Uh, no, she was covered by sheets and blankets, okay. and only her neck and head would have been exposed to you. Um, think about just running after. Yeah, I would like to not run. Uh, stealth. Stealth after. You would like to sneak up cautiously? Yes, I would like to not make too much noise and not draw any attention to myself, preferably. Even, well, even if I was, You want to run? Even if I was sneaking, I'd make just as much noise as running. Yeah, so, I mean, true. So might as well all. close ground quickly. I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, j- I'll say jog. <laughs> okay. So I guess I take the first few steps quietly and everyone else... <laughs> and then everybody <laughs> rushes <laughs> on you and you're like... Okay... <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what's going on, so I'll just, you know, slowly make my way up on. Okay, so the two of you walk over at a more leisurely, stealthy uh, approach, and the two of you hurriedly and with some hurry to your steps. So we'll say uh, five feet ahead of Ethier, and we'll say you're ten feet ahead of them, so a 15 foot difference between uh, you and the back line of your party here. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we make our way over to the spiral staircase. Uh, you hear still inside of the cafeteria portion, the children sitting there laughing as they're finishing their meals. You hear the sounds of them walking over towards the kitchen portion of the cafeteria, and you hear the sounds of plates being dunked into water. So you hear that boop 
as the bowls disappear. You hear the voice ahead of you as it completes its ascension up the spiral staircase suddenly begin to fade out of your earshot. But you hear it just say, Hush, little baby. Oh, no. no. John, no. Don't say a Don't word. do this. Uh, I'm going to use divine <laughs> sense. Uh-huh. Uh, that picks up, it, would this be a fiend or an undead by any chance? No. It is well, not a fiend. Gonna use it anyway. <laughs> so you, yeah, so you, you, you use divine sense uh, to attempt to detect whether or not there is any kind of fiend or uh, undead presence. Those are the two things that it affects. And celestial. But celestial, yes. Doubt. Okay. So you do not detect celestial, fiend, or undead as you begin ascending okay. the staircase. So we'll say that you know, a few more seconds pass and you hear that lullaby fade from your ears almost entirely as you are rushing your way up the steps. You are the one who completes your journey first and as you pull up and your eyes crack over the floor, mm-hmm. you can see the bare feet of Sister Madeline, like that back heel, slide past the hallway to the left going towards her office. I'm gonna continue running. Yep. Same. Run. What time is it at this point? It's early evening, so I mean, I would say a pro- like, for Oshwamp, because it is the winter and it has begun to set. Dark. It's going to be dark outside, yes, Mm -hmm. but I would say it's the equivalent of about 6 to 6.30 p.m. Okay. Because you guys have completed your dinners. That's spooky. Uh, yeah, so you all, are you rushing after her towards the direction of her office? Okay. Uh, I'm also gonna, like, yell out to her to try to get her attention. Okay. Uh, Sister Madeline. So he saw heel as she turned to go into her area. Sure. He completes you as you ascend the steps and you begin to call out. You hear the creeping door suddenly shut. Okay. And you call out Sister Madeline. Yep. And you hear the door stay shut. And you all hurry towards the hallway. Yes. Very good. Yep. And we step outside of the door to Sister Madeline's office. And you see that it is still the same wooden door. You see the same walls. Nothing has changed as far as your perception of things. She's mm-hmm. a mimic. And you don't hear anything. <laughs> Everything's a mimic. You don't hear anything from inside of her office. You just hear, in terms of the the kind of like ambient sounds of the orphanage around you. You hear a babe softly crying in the nursery behind you. You don't really hear anything emanating from the sisters' quarters, and you don't hear anything emanating from either of the dormitories of the younger children. Or, sorry, of the elder children. Because, you know, Anthony and Mary Bell are still downstairs having their very awkward romantic dinner. Uh-huh. Mm. Like your rags. So like you are rags. standing here in front of a large wooden door that is the entrance to Sister Madeline's office. Uh, I'm going to investigate the door, I guess, and see if there's anything odd about it. And what particularly odd things are you looking for? It's uh, a- anything that's glowing. Does it have teeth? <laughs> Is it a mimic? Roll for investigation. <laughs> Roll for mimic. Uh, 18. No, it's a door. Okay. <laughs> you don't see anything... Uh, ominous or definitively different about the door. It looks like the same door. Okay. I'm going to reach out and try to open the door. So you reach out and grab the handle. Yep. Your hand's been on. (laughs) (laughs) You reach out, you grab the handle, and you turn it. It's unlocked. 
Should, uh, should you knock first? No, I'm going to push the door open. All right. I'm concerned about this woman's it pulls. life. Oh, okay. Pull. Well, I'm going to push it. <laughs> no, I'm going to push it anyway. Push. Nothing. <laughs> it's locked. No. no I'll, I'll pull it open. And as you pull the door open, you see not sitting in her chair, but instead, at the back of the desk, sitting in her chair, is Sister Desiel, sitting behind Sister Madeline's desk, staring at paperwork. Hello. Excuse me? Did I catch up yet? Yes, you did. Darn. You turn and you see, like, oh, the last person I wanted to see. I apologize. Excuse me? Weren't you just downstairs? We had just talked to you minutes ago. Yes, and we I... We finished sealing up the door. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. I truly appreciate that. I really, uh, I value hard work and honesty. Could Did... I help you? Oh, uh, is so. Uh, can I backtrack a second? <laughs> uh-huh. Was there any suggestion that the figure that we saw was actually Sister Madeline, or did we just assume that it was? It looked like the legs of Sister Madeline. I, I mean, suppose did... you could assume because you've never seen I've Sister never Madeline's seen legs. legs. <laughs> you saw her in robes. That's why I said looks like the figure of Sister Madeline. But she's Madeline. not wearing the same outfit? Correct. Our well, s- Sister Madeline, as I described, the person who was ascending the yeah. stairs was wearing a white nightgown. Sister Desiel is still in her formal white okay. robes as and she is sitting, and you can see that the hood is kind of just, you know, gathered very mm-hmm. similar to yours around her neck. Uh, is there anything I could do for you? I, I thought that we had seen Sister Madeline come in here. It is why we opened the door so suddenly. Sister Madeline should still be uh, convalescing in the quarters, resting. She needs her rest. Yep. Gravely injured. I hope she... I hope she's alright. I want to make an insight check. This bitch is lying to me. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, that's a great roll. That's a one. Yeah. (laughs) 22. 22? Yeah. Uh, So, in terms of her tone and intonation, you can tell that she is being particularly careful about how she speaks to you all in the selection of her words and also how she is enunciating them. She is speaking with poise and and a sense of purpose and calm to her attitude, as though she's not startled you're here, she anticipated you would be here. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) All right. Um, But, um... If there's anything I could assist you with outside of the rude two, um, Sister Desiel, um, what are you? Oh, you just interrupted her too. Oh, you're gonna die. It's as though manners are not taught in certain areas of the world, I think sir. You might be one of the rude two. <laughs> I am. I am indeed. Yes. I think. Um, I'm, I think I'm the other one. Yep. <laughs> Willing to bet. Um, why are you uh, behind Sister Madeline's desk? Someone needs to tend to the orphanage while she is incapacitated as she is unable to. And you can see that as she's speaking to you, a bit of steam elevates next to her. And you can see that she reaches down and picks up a small porcelain white ornamental teapot and picks up a shattered but repurposed 
teacup akin to the one that had been broken. So she glared daggers at me. As she, she does, does absolutely <laughs> glare daggers at you. Out of character, she I break it. Elevates and tips the teapot, and you watch as this very dark, like uh, think of the grain color of the wood that mm-hmm. we have, pours out and curves and sloshes. You can see that small areas of the teacup have little bits of, you know, not like a leak where it's going to spill (laughs) droplets out, but you can see that it slightly slides through, wetting the exterior of the cup, and she's just staring at you as she pours. Is there anything I could help you with? And she just Uh, loudly slurps her tea. I think we might be good. We, We saw something quite curious in the hallway. Curious? What? What? I guess there's no way for us to know for certain, but what we thought was the figure of Sister Madeline coming up the stairs, that's why we... Oh, you must have been mistaken. Has I anyone... left her in the room a few hours ago, and I've not heard a peep. Has anyone else come this way? Come this way? Well, no, I've only been uh, in the office for a few moments. After I sent you on your task and washed my bowl, I came here. I have to prepare for tomorrow. There will be children arriving. More children arriving tomorrow? Yes. Those who are uh, given justice on the first of Elsith. Some of them have children that will be left behind, and it is my duty to care for them. Uh, I apologize for the interruption. Of course, sir. I don't suppose there is anything else we could assist you with, since we are still here. Uh, for this evening? Uh, not anything that I require? No. No. Very good. Good. I'm just gonna turn and leave. I'm just gonna turn and leave. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear her slurp her tea once more, pinky out. Have a lovely evening, all of you. We'll try. You as well. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. And you leave yep. the entryway to Sister Madeline's office, and you hear the tea. You like see the steam, and as you turn, roll for perceptions. Oh Lord! Ooh, that's a good oh, one. it's a nat twenty. Twenty-three. It's a nat twenty. Ooh. You also nat twenty. Nice. Look at these heroes today. <laughs> I didn't didn't nat twenty, but first nat twenty. My perception's pretty good, so I got a fourteen at least. Twenty-three okay. for me. Okay. So, uh, Sarah, you can hear what sounds like the squeaking of wood emanating from inside in the area behind where the desk is, as though the floorboards themselves are, like, squeaking as though motion over them. The three of you hear what sounds like a small crib rocking, and you hear the voice again, humming the same lullaby oh. as you turn and go to step out of the door, you hear Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Um, And you're standing here, hand on the door, looking, and you see Sister Madeline just turned, looking down at the Sister ground. Sister Desiel? Or Sister Desiel, sorry. Okay. Turned. Just clarify. No, no, no. So, Sister Desiel turned with tea still in her hand, looking down. Uh, from what direction did we hear that, or was it just kind of... Same direction as Sarah would have heard the squeaking of the wood. So you heard additional factors. 
she only heard the squeaking of the wood, not the low tone yeah. of the lullaby being hummed. From what direction? It back into the room behind the, room. the desk towards the one side where okay. the teapot was. Mm. Uh, I turn around. Uh, did you hear that? You're speaking to Sister Desiel? Yeah. Excuse me? I, I heard someone humming. No, there's no one humming. Uh, 12. 12? Is it still yeah. ongoing? The humming? Yeah. No, the humming has stopped. Oh. Mm. So she, um... When did it stop? In relation to when we... When so we heard turned. it, when we turned it, When it you stopped. turned, and when you started to speak, the humming stopped. So you don't see Sister Desiel's mouth moving. Okay. You hear humming. You turn, you begin to speak as you open your mouth, and the first... <gasps> comes out of your mouth, the humming halts, and Sister Desiel turns and responds to you. As she responds to you, in terms of your insight check, you can tell that, again, she is still speaking with the same calm, yeah, poised very, demeanor, as though cautiously. she is, yes, intentionally selecting her words here. And then you can see that after she speaks to you, she just kind of, her gaze draws down to her cup, to the contents inside, and she just stares blankly for a moment. The same, the way Anthony described. Correct. Is, is that a roasted dandelion root tea? No. <laughs> oh, it looks No, similar. this is a special blend from my home. Oh, really? Yes. Well, what, what herbs, if you don't mind me asking, are in it? Oh, um, they are, uh, well, they have elven names. Sir, do you okay. speak elvish? I do not, but I think my friend Rotori here does. Probably. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I, I do as well. Oh, yes. Um, also an elf. Also an elf. Yes, I would be very curious to know. Yes. So, she describes to you two, since you understand Elvish. Yes. Um, she describes in Elvish this <clears throat> curious herbal blend that she procures back home in the Avith Woods. That's where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, but yes, so in terms of the names, they have definitive Elvish names. Mm -hmm. I can look them up for you and give you actual Elvish names for them. But in terms of they're not something that you would be familiar with, and okay. it's more floral. Okay. Yes. Okay. But nothing that, like, suggests, I don't know, like... Not something that Nesgrim would know. Okay. I'll phrase it that way. That in terms of like, you as a person might know that, but right. Nesgrim the character would sense. not be aware of those things. Right, okay. Am I familiar with these? Yes. These plants? Yes. Am I familiar with any of their properties? Roll for a uh, medicine check. Or, I'm sorry, do nature. Nature? Yes. Uh, 13. 13? Uh, so you can tell that a lot of them were used by tribal Eladrin. Uh, for their hallucinogenic properties. Oh, oh boy. I fucking know it. Um. If you uh, don't mind, though, I need to brew a fresh pot for when Sister Madeline awakes. Against she my better judgment. needs her rest. We watched her drink it, right? Mm -hmm. Can I? That's we watched why she her stared blankly at her tea. Can I have a cup? 
Would you like a cup? Oh yes, please. Yeah, of course. I'm committing. I'm just going for it. <laughs> I mean, you go. don't you don't know that Correct. it's a right. She didn't say that to right. you, so I'd happily offer you a cup, friend. Oh God! Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's and bad news. And you can news. see that she reaches down as she places the fractured teacup oh, great. Here we go. on the desk, and she pulls open the drawer, and her eyes divert very briefly down. I, as soon as she diverts her eyes, uh-huh. I want to reach out to Nesgrim and just. I'm already here. For the long haul, here we go. Oh, you can just see out, the fear in my eyes. Like she pulls out a teacup that matches the one that you broke. Of course she does. And places it once more, and elevates the teapot, and does the same slow drip. And as she's pouring it, roll for perceptions. God. I think that's a 20. It's 15. 12. Perception, yeah, 20. 20, and you were 15? Mm -hmm. Two of you can see. You still see the same muddy colored liquid. Sure. As she's pouring it out, you can see that what looks like amidst the flow, the stream of the liquid, a darker, sludgier texture slips and slides from the teapot into the cup and she picks it up <laughs> for you sir thank you <laughs> um, so you now have only the knowledge that I've told you don't do it <laughs> I'm glad your manners have improved please tell me how you find its taste oh. sister Madeline cherishes it mm-hmm. it's helped her so much over the years <laughs> oh no, no, I definitely don't want to drink it. I think she's killing Sister Madeline. Uh, no, I mean, just, yeah, I guess I would just drink it. I mean, that's what he asked for a cup of tea. He's going to drink the cup of tea. Is it a shot or a sip? Yes, <laughs> To what quantity do you drink this teacup? I'm a sip. <laughs> I feel like it really doesn't matter. Both are going to uh, kill me. Uh, I'm going to say sip. I think it matters. I'm going to sip it. So you take a small sip. You feel the warmth kind of permeate through you. It'd also be very rude to just down the entire <laughs> cup of tea. I should not be this worried. Man, that was hot. Tea. So you take a small sip, and again, you feel the warmth permeate through your palate. You get very, very earthy tones. Like, not just uh, spices, but legitimate Earth. Earth. As though amidst your tongue, some small fragments of soil linger. She put dirt in the tea. Uh huh. (laughs) Okay. Um, You don't need to make a saving throw or anything, it just tastes very odd to you. How do you, uh, find the tea, sir? Delectable, is it not? It's it's good, but it's a little uh, earthy. Yes, it is. Quite earthy. Would I know what the earthiness in the tea was after she, like... Based on her description yeah. or along the visual qualities of what you discerned in the stream? Both. Both? Uh, so you Like, would is be... what she told me is in it matching up with what he's saying and what I'm seeing, so... I guess? For what you're aware of from the floral aspects of mm-hmm. it, for the Aveth Woods, 
different property from the earthy textures and tones. Mm -hmm. That is what is giving off the slight floral aroma that is permeating through the room. Yeah. But in regards to the earthy texture, you saw only the sludge. And it looked slightly like mud. Oh, she just put mud in your tea. I I just um gonna continue to sip this tea. Um Cherish it, friend. I I will, yes, thank you. Uh, it is a gift. It's not bad, yes. Thank you. May I ask how you're heating the tea up here? Whatever do you mean? Do you have a hearth? No. Does one need a hearth to heat a teapot? Does. And you can see that as she elevates the teapot, there's just kind of like a glowing red around the base. A thin line. Magic teapot. Correct. (laughs) Very innocent thing. A magical teapot. Again, a gift from my brother, as was the entirety of the set, which is now incomplete. I do apologize about... I said you would be sorry. Oh, Oh, no. Would you like a cup, dear? Would uh, any of you like a cup? I think I am good, thank you. I'm still alive, so I mean it's safe. (laughs) I do appreciate the offer. Of course, sir. Uh, No, thank you, but I do appreciate it. Of course, and darling, from a bit of home, one could say. Literally. Oh. Oh, that's ominous. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Elf woods dirt in the tea. I will, <laughs> I'll turn to Ritora and under my breath I'll say, perhaps it would be a good gesture I'll considering the circumstances. You'll have a cup. <laughs> <laughs> and she just reaches down once more, opens the drawer, and pulls out another matching white porcelain God, teacup. There's... A whole proper set of them. There was. <laughs> and she again pours the tea, and you can see that the base around the perimeter on the edge still has that same emberish red looking color. Mm-hmm. And she pours your tea. And you as well, I will just tell you, you definitively see the same texture of gross looking. It's mud. Muddish it's dirt. It's mud. There's mud in the tea. She, she put, extends a cup to you. She put a cup of, she put a cup of dirt in the tea. This is revenge. This is dirty. (laughs) 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 Well, guys, it's been fun. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink the dirt tea. A sip. At like a normal tea drinking. Okay. Pace. Sure. Nesgrim, you're continuing to drink the tea. Yep. Okay. Sure. The four of you are standing here, and as she offers you the tea, you take a sip. very, very earthy. Like when you take a regular kind of like, not just a very brief sip, you actually let it kind of aerate and you take it into your mouth a little bit more deeply and it goes to the point where the heat permeates and the aroma fills your nose and it smells like rotting soil. She put grave dirt in the (laughs) teeth. Oh, is it? It's excrement, is it not? Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is not not as bad as I expected. Then. 
This is... My brother procures the finest blends back home. Is this a uh, recent blend? Did I just receive this, you mean? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, his, his messengers arrived uh, on the caravans on the last of Dumar. And they delivered it to me. Fresh. I do hope you enjoy it. <laughs> it's the iron that's been boiled away from people's blood. I'm so stressed. Um, I'm not even drinking it, I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm just gonna look at her and go, is there, um, well, like, picking at my mouth, is there dirt in this tea? Pardon me? Is there dirt in the tea? <laughs> just kidding. How would you say that? Kick I'm sorry, I'm feeling like, uh, the best way I can describe it is like a sandy texture, like, running through my mouth. It feels similar to that of dirt. She kind of looks down at her teacup, and she gestures it out towards you as though to look into it. I look in it. You see no dirt. You see what looks like the gatherings of maybe crumpled tea leaves at the bottom. You know, those, like, fragmented chips and splintered pieces. She's magically putting dirt in our tea. I see no dirt, sir. She's slipping dirt into our tea because we made her angry. We upset her, so she put dirt in our tea. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to down just just one shot the rest of it and put the cup down. We deserve this. Drink the rest of the tea. Is there anything left in the bottom of his cup? You drink the rest of the tea? I, the fact that I have to confirm it again scares me, but yes. Okay. Uh, make a wisdom saving. Oh, oh, no! I knew it was coming. Uh, okay, Ooh, well. That's good. All right. Uh, oh, that's 22. 22? Okay. So, I mean, yeah. As you drink the rest of the tea and the sludge at the bottom kind of lingers and slides down your tongue in a very grotesque texture. Uh-huh. And you momentarily kind of take a, a breath to pause from this. You not only feel, you know, the, the texture and flavor of the dirt on your tongue, you feel your throat slightly drying. As though... Kind of like a diuretic feeling, where you have that kind of like cotton mouth feel, despite having just drank this. You don't feel any other horrific effects. Any pleasant ones? Since allegedly it's, well, I don't know it's a hallucinogen, but Mm -hmm. any pleasant ones at all, or just standard tea, (laughs) column, and grit? (laughs) No, none at all. Does it have the, the... Dirt in the bottom? Oh, she has two teapots back there, doesn't she? Oh Were they the same teapot? <laughs> oh my they god. They look exactly the same. <laughs> There's so many ways this can be diabolical and we're just... <laughs> she just gave us mud! That's what you assume. Uh, it's... Well, as I said, I'm quite busy this evening in my preparations for uh, accommodations and supplies that we need to procure for the new children tomorrow. If you would like more tea later, I'm sure you'll be back. Quite sure. Oh, God. <laughs> um. Are you finishing your tea, Sarah? <laughs> Did it have oh, any oh, of the... Oh, 
any of the proper like floral notes that it was supposed to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would like to hold my teacup and kind of let the the mud <laughs> sink to the bottom. Sure. And I would like to finish off the, the liquid on the, the liquid top. On the top. Why didn't I just ask Ethier to purify it? <laughs> I mean, there's there's like been like a dozen things that could have happened during this interaction. Here's the thing. I can sure. also I can also do this. Mm-hmm. I am choosing to drink to drink this tea. Um So I'd like to do that and Yeah, so you leave you the... drink just the liquid and you yeah. see just this very thin uh, it almost looks like it has a, a film over the mm-hmm. top of it after you drink the remainder of the actual liquid. Um, can't really discern whether or not it is just fragment, like a lingering kind of wetness and mm-hmm. moisture applied to the to it from the tea itself, or whether or not there is actually something like almost encasing it. And you see it's just in the bottom of the teacup. Is it like a thick layer or something where I can, like... Try read, to read the tea leaves, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you would like to try to investigate, I would like, or to. whether or not you would like to discern if you can tell the contents of it. I want to see what this dirt might yeah, be. Yeah, I'm curious about the dirt. I think I know what the dirt is, but so you want to dip a finger in? Oh no, I just wanted to like inspect it as inspect you slosh it, it around. Yeah. See if you got the grim. Sure. Yeah, I want to know if I got <laughs> the grim. Okay. Is uh, there a big old scary dog? There might be. In this? Uh, roll for investigation. Yes. Doesn't look very good. The immediate look like mud. That's a four. Oh. Uh, okay. So I mean, yeah, it looks akin to how it fell out. It doesn't look like the texture or the shape of it has changed while you were drinking. Mm-hmm. So you can definitively be comfortable in the fact that it is how it was. Yeah. But it looks like you know a a very well packed and uh, put together piece of mud or some other kind of soiled earth this is this is a stretch what did i just drink this, this is a stretch this is a stretch can uh, i i guess i won't throw the dirt at her <laughs> can i make a dirt snowball and throw it at her can i use druidcraft to grow something out of the dirt <laughs> little flower in terms of <laughs> the spacing uh tiny little sprout <laughs> yes I'll permit you to attempt to druidcraft something in it. I would like to do that. So you cast druidcraft. What kind of flower would you like to grow? Like a tiny little white one. A little little white one? Like a little little puff. Okay, so you take a brief (laughs) moment and you cast druidcraft over the the height of the cup Mm -hmm. and she watches you very intently as you do so. And you watch as this little sprout, like a little sapperling, peeks up and edges out of the rim of the cup. And this white, small floral puff begins to emanate out. And it completes its puff shape. And then you watch as the puff begins to fade to a gray and begin to dissipate and wither and turn black and fall apart. Does that look familiar to me? Familiar to you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does, Sarah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can we get F's in the chat for the puff, please? I'm so sad. Also, it's Dave Morris. Thank you very much for the sub, as well as mm-hmm. thank you for your map on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
We really appreciate it. Oh, we have it. our we have our yes, mystery, our mystery friend. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We did get to the panel we were trying to get to. Yeah, we, we did make it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> uh-huh. You're gonna yep. be that puff. Yeah, that's fine. Honey. Yeah, so you watch it wither. As I said, uh, my brother finds the finest of Earths. Is your brother alive? Of course. Okay, good. All right. Alive and well. Great. Back in the woods. Okay. This is a good start to figuring out how dead I'm going to be. Aside from... A 24 insight on that one? Yeah, her brother's alive. I mean, she she recently made... Unless something's happened within the last, you know, 24 hours when she made contact with people, she believes her brother's alive. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Did your brother head back after... Oh, my brother didn't make the delivery. He sent some men. (laughs) Just the face of sheer... Oh, no. The way that's phrased really concerns me a lot. It It really concerns me, especially based on what chat had typed. It concerns me. It's the same thing with the pork, John. With the pig. It's so worrying. God! I'm assuming she, she saw my little... Yeah. I don't even know where to begin now. Like, uh, I'm so lost. I just... Ethier's fine. I'm freaking out. <laughs> uh, do I notice any feelings at all yet? Or am I still just solid? Okay. No. Again, dry throat. That's about it. I'm going to drink some water then. Okay, so you Fuck. take out your water skin and start oh, drinking some in front of her. And she just kind of looks at you just... Interesting. Should I advise? What, um, what's interesting? You're so thirsty already, and yet you just had my tea. <laughs> Was it not you're good? S- Would you like more? <laughs> you're so rude to this woman. <laughs> Constantly. Constantly. What was I rude about? You drank something she gave you and then immediately washed it down. You're gonna go. Your your rep is so fucked. Oh my god. Based Um, on seeing what happened with the flower, mm -hmm. is this an effect that I would recognize? Um, not from areas you have uh, traversed in the Fellwood or from your home, no. Okay. Uh, can I, um, I put my hand out towards Retora's cup. Am I able to inspect this flower? I don't know if you want it to be nature or some, what something. What are you trying to discern from it? Trying to send uh, it across the river. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, what caused its death? I'm trying to determine why... Sure. It did this. Uh, I don't know what that would be. I mean, nature. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. 17. 17. That's pretty good. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. You inspect it quickly, and you look, and you see that, you know, the, the small uh, stem of the sapperling is also beginning to wither and fade away, turning, like, um, necrotic before your eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And am I able to get anything from the dirt that it's in from that nature check or no for uh, for the dirt as well yes uh, yeah you can it smells uh i'll say similar to the dirt and soils that you utilize in your brazier okay okay mm-hmm. that's not good <laughs> that's, that's not good that's, that's not good there's, more, there's a lot of bones in there john so that's that's not I good know, i'll john. hand this oh great i drink both of you yeah, that's, that's I not know. good. That's not good. I'll okay. 
back. Thank you. Well, uh, thank, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Again, if you need anything else this evening, just one. All right, one. <laughs> All right, one, please just stop. One, just please stop. Stop one, feeding me. I tea. have one. Uh huh. Does she, aside from like looking like an Eldrin, mm-hmm. does she look familiar to me? Um, as though you had seen her previously. Or whether or not she looks... Whether or not I would recognize her features... In someone else? In someone else. Uh, roll for... Uh, I mean, I will just say yes, uh, in terms of the stark defining features of a man from your past. <laughs> Kill me now, just let it end. Stop the agony! I'm gonna hand her the cup and say thank you and... Hurry away. Hurry away. <laughs> of course, dear. I'm gonna hand my here you are. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was quite good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Again, should you care for more, I can always brew a fresh pot. John, it's only episode six. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to John's DM, Sarah. Again, uh, have a lovely evening. Yes, you you do. When I just turn and leave. I swear to God, if I hear a crib or... <laughs> we turn and we walk out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to just uh, kind of nod at her. Uh, Thank you very much. Quite welcome, friend. And, and back out and gingerly shut the door. Mm-hmm. Back out with mm-hmm. him. Okay. Yeah. As you leave the room, you slowly close the door and you again hear the hush. Hush now, child. Nesgrim doesn't hear anything because I'm pulling him out the door. (laughs) So it's just the two of you here. Hush, hush now, child. I know they shouldn't be here. Oh, God. That's it. And you see her just sipping tea, staring down at the ground by her feet. Mm Mm-hmm. And we close the door. I shut the door, yeah. No. No. Uh, I assume I turn and see Retora and Nesgrim running (laughs) down the hallway. (laughs) 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 It's... Retora! I'm I'm running. I'm running. Retora! Uh-huh. Are you ascending or descending staircase? Yeah. Okay. Which which side? Chapel side or kitchen side? Left or Uh, right? Are there... Are there... Hmm? bathrooms in this place that we've seen? Uh, yeah. Uh, there is one, I'll say, um, attached to an area in the cafeteria. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. I'm pulling Nesgrim. Small little washroom. Yeah. So you pull Nesgrim Mm -hmm. over towards kitchen side Mm -hmm. on the east side, descend the spiral staircase, and you lead him hurriedly through Mm -hmm. the cafeteria to the small, like, little enclosed wash basin and little, um, you know, outhouse-style hole in the ground not mm-hmm. plumbing systems because yeah. this is medieval shit. Um, right. Yeah. So she pulls in. you into this small space. What? Go throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't want this. What? Now. Uh, I'll try. I guess yeah. I, I attempt to make myself throw up. Sure. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Drank all of it. Mm-hmm. I, I've run after them. Yeah. That's going to be a tw- uh, 19. A 19? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you just kind of, like, linger for a moment and, you know, insert your hand into your mouth and you dry heave. 
you oh. don't vomit. Oh. As though there is no, despite having just drank water from your water skin, oh. as though there is no water oh. in your body. And again, you feel your throat drying. <laughs> <laughs> These, these are the faces that I dreamed of when I was like, I'm gonna make Oshwamp real fucking scary. So I'm just gonna slowly dehydrate. Little, yeah, death. little did you know, jerky's coming back. <laughs> I'll be out for the next like three weeks now. That's what I mean. You're gonna be jerky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dried out. Oh, oh out. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could know if that's really what's gonna happen or not. I'm terrified that I just have to wait and fucking find out. So you, as you're standing over this hole in the ground, you're trying to, again, get yourself to vomit, and you dry heave, and as you dry heave, your eyes kind of briefly roll back into your head, and you hear momentarily in your ear, in your head, hush. Hush, child. Oh. <laughs> Don't say a word. Oh, fuck, I shouldn't have drank the <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's fine. It should be fine. Okay. Yeah, and you're are, you're standing here watching as Nesgrim just kind of... It looks not like a full uh, convulsion, mm -hmm. but like he shakes, and you can see the little bit of color in his face begins to fade. I'm gonna start pounding my water skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you begin chugging water desperately, and you don't feel quenched. Should I make a uh, change on my survival conditions here? Yes. Oh. I would increase your thirst by one. Oh. All right. It's not bad. I'm at refreshed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Doing good. Can mm -hmm. I grab his his water skin and cast Purify Food and Drink? On the water skin on the water, itself? Yeah. Sure. Like on the contents yes. of the water skin. <laughs> not on the... Yes. Eat, eat the water skin. Pure this skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you continue to drink water. The two of you arrive. And I have to do a... Uh, burnout. Burnout, Correct. Yeah. So yeah, that, the two of you arrive and you see... Oh, wait, hold on. I might not be able to do that, actually. Do you not have spell slots? I don't... I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I... Because we didn't long rest yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the two of you arrive as you hear inside uh, the sounds of Nesgrim hacking and coughing. What, what, is, what has happened? Um, why? Well, I, I can't quench my thirst. I've mm -hmm. drank almost my whole water skin, and I'm still thirsty. Ritora, um, what do you know about this? You left very quickly <laughs> and ran down the stairs. I'm in full panic mode. Mm -hmm. I need to go. Uh-huh. I, um tried to throw it up and I was unable to. I just dry heaved. Ritora, what do you know of this? Please. <laughs> the... You could say it is cursed. <laughs> oh. I'm cursed. <laughs> You're welcome, Don. <laughs> okay. What do you mean, I, cursed? That soil is from my home. And it's there was soil in the cup. I don't think we. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I grew a plant yeah, out of it. Yeah. I forgot about. Mm -hmm. um, what, what you saw, happen, is happening to all of the forests that 
that I'm from. Is this is the trees are dying, the plants are dying? Yes. Is that going to happen to me? I don't know. I never ate the <laughs> <laughs> You didn't eat dirt as a kid? I mean it wasn't dying when I was oh. when I was young. It's Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you, to help you. I don't think it can sustain life. I think you will probably be fine, but I do not know. Aside from being real certain. thirsty, am I feeling any other kind of way yet? No. Still no, of... because, I mean, you succeeded on the wisdom saving throw. <laughs> so I'm not mad. So that's a plus. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably still going <laughs> to dehydrate to death. Yeah, you're just, you're not seeing things. Okay. I... Like anything, or no, I mean, you're still like something. I mean, you're okay. not. You are not suffering from the hallucinogenic properties. Oh damn! I thought that was the point. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, you guys are standing here still in the area of the small little outhouse here, in the kitchen, or sorry, in the cafeteria mm-hmm. portion. You can hear inside of the kitchen. It sounds like dishes being washed. The cafeteria is pretty empty at this point. Uh, Maryville and Anthony are gone. You can see that the other children are gone, and the sisters have dispersed as well. It's just the four of you alone in here. I'm going to druidcraft check the weather. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so for 24 hours, uh, same pattern as before, where it begins to become a flurry around midnight. Mm -hmm. It begins to pick back up a little bit more the following morning. Uh, Tomorrow in the afternoon, it's clear skies. And I, I can't until midnight, it's not going to slow down. Correct. The first of Elsith, Sarah. So I'm, my character's very pale, but my face is, like, yeah. white. Yeah. I suppose this means she has not forgiven you. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Um, I assumed that, in general, based on how she spoke, calling him a friend and offering tea... You are clearly not a friend. No. No. I do not know how to help you. This is beyond I, um, what little we, healing I can do. I need, I, I need to leave here. I don't think it is getting dark. We cannot leave. <laughs> Out into the night, my friends. I don't know uh, what's going to happen, but so far I just feel thirsty. I'm still alive. I don't hurt anywhere. I don't think. Hmm. Great, you don't hurt yet. <laughs> um, not sure what to do. I do not know. I would say the best course of action is to rest, get our reward for our assistance in the morning, and then leave. Get out of here. Yes. Okay, um, when we go to rest, would someone mind staying up? I, uh... Really need to sleep. (laughs) Don't trust them. I'll stay up. Also, um... She said Sister Madeline loves that tea. I think we may need to check on Sister Madeline. I fear that if we go into that room, Sister Desio will be in there. Well, she's not there now. We did not know that. We did not have sight of her. We did not know she was in the office. How could she get from the office to that room so quickly? I do not know. If she does, we have more questions. (laughs) 
I, I really think we should go check on Sister Madeline. It is questions that she will not answer. No, you're right. Uh, but I We think... also do not have the key. Shit, no, I don't. <laughs> I, um... If Sister Madeline's drinking that same tea, then what happened to that flower may be happening to her. It is possible, but I, I do not know what we can do to stop her. If you are still trying to save everyone, I suppose you have not been in the city very long. No. Mm-hmm. No. Um, Perhaps you should let this one go. Fair enough. Fair enough. If she dies, she dies. I, you know, I am have my... I, the, the tea that she was drinking mm-hmm. without the... Sludge. Without the, the soil in it is a a hallucinogenic blend of herbs. Uh, It can mess with your mind, but it, as far as I'm aware, is not dangerous. I think the other blend may be a message to me. (laughs) (laughs) So she's poisoning me to send you a message? (laughs) You drank. You were the one who. <laughs> you drank the it blood. Was, I can almost guarantee it was intended for me and not for you. It's an awfully strong message for breaking a teacup. <laughs> mm-hmm. this, this goes further back than simply a teacup. How do you mean? If I recognize her features correctly. Her brother is not a nice man. Um, there is what? something strange about that soil. It has similar properties to what I use in my rituals. Where do you get the soil for your rituals? From the forest, and a lot of it is bones. I mean, it's it's death. It is. Nothing can grow in it. I am one who wants to save as many people as I can. But this may be beyond what I am capable of doing. Um. Fuck. Never mind. Ritora, I think that you and I should sleep in shifts. I, I agree, but we we should leave as soon as possible. I know I am not safe here. I agree. We must make sure that we receive our gold, or all of this will have been for nothing, and we will be too far behind to catch up. I hate to pry, but what can you tell us about this brother of hers? If you believe her to be as dangerous as you seem to, perhaps it would be best if we knew what to expect. <laughs> the I believe he is responsible for the plague that has ruined my home. How would he have done that? I do not know. 
Just want to clarify, we are not having this conversation anywhere near with an earshot. Oh, we're yeah, in no, the you're bathroom. Fine. You're, you're in the ba- You guys yeah. are all in the area of the bathroom, and yeah. that's why I had stated that the cafeteria was empty, and right, the only right, noises okay. you heard are the kitchen, and Sister Alicia, Alicia is washing dishes. Just wanted to make sure we weren't mm-hmm. going to get ourselves all killed. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess... Uh, <laughs> and re I can never remember the names of things. I know. I guess the only thing to do would be to wait um, to see how it affects me, I suppose. Um, if I'm still alive in a couple days, then we know we have nothing to worry about. I don't know that we don't have anything to worry about, but if you are alive in a few days, at least we will know that you are not going to die. Right. Yes. We'll still have worries, of course. And that's grim as you all are standing here, you hear in your head once more, hush, hush. Do I recognize the voice? Sounds like Sister Desiel's voice in terms of the lullaby that was being hummed upstairs. Uh, and is that lullaby the same one that we heard as this, as Sister Madeline was walking upstairs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you look uncomfortable? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm hearing voices? What What kind of voices? Uh, Sister Desiel. Telling me to hush. That's very strange. Is it possible you are falling symptom to the hallucinogenics in the tea? Um... Maybe. Uh, however, that's the only thing different that I've noticed. And I'm very, very thirsty. And my hair keeps falling in my face. What have we had to drink since we've been here and eat? I mean, you've mostly been drinking from your own water skins. Okay. I would say that you were provided food, but you were not provided okay. drinks. You would have drank your own water. The outside is full of snow. Correct. Nesgrim, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Oh, my God. She's going to control this moment. Oh, thank goodness. You're still okay? As you hear the the last syllable fade away from the echoing hush, you feel this sudden insatiable need to drink, and you stop yourself as your hands touch your water skin almost compulsively. Still thirsty, though. Correct. Still thirsty, but felt compelled to drink. Um, I felt as though I was being forced to drink just now as well. What? (laughs) Um, yeah, I I heard the last of Sister Desiel's voice and then felt the need to reach for my water skin, but I was not controlling that. That was... In In what way are the plants dying in your home? The the soil can no longer like it's, it's deprived of nutrients. Yes, but not not as if the ground is simply barren. I mean But what, what happens to them when they die is what I am asking. I mean you saw what happened in the in the cup. It's the same thing. So from my Naturey experience that I have. Mm-hmm. Does what happened to that plant look like what would happen if something was overwatered? No. Okay. Okay. The 
I'm... No, it doesn't look... Because it would grow wilted, correct? Where it would be oversaturated, so it would grow very, yeah. like, wilted mm-hmm. and become, like, very frail to the mm-hmm. touch. Yeah. Where if you rubbed your fingers, it would kind of, like, um, you know... Gr- film off. Film yeah, off, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, it okay. does not look like that. Yeah. Which I assume you see what I'm trying to get at. Correct. But, yeah, okay. Makes correct. Sense. Well, um... Should we sleep for the night? Have we been given a place to rest here? I believe so. You all were told previously that you two would be permitted to stay in the boys' dormitory, and you would be permitted to stay in the girls'. Yes. Uh, Yes, we can stay in the (laughs) boys' dormitory. And there's three boys here, Sarah. I'm going to die. <laughs> She's going to murder me in my sleep. Thankfully, you meditate. Don't sleep. Yeah, I'm still separate. I'm still alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ritora, if you would like to sleep the first four hours, I will stand watch in the hall, and then we will switch, and you can stand watch. whatever you want to do. Because that would give yes, us both yeah. a long rest, correct? Because we both need, we only need four hours as correct. elves. Okay. Yes, I, I suppose that would be for the best. Okay. So we go over towards uh, Nesgrim and Yalumlo, go over towards the Elder Boys Dormitory, and... You escort Ritora over to the Elder Girls dormitory. Yep. Okay. Step inside and, you know, simultaneously we'll say split screen. Both of you see very empty rooms with the, the bunk beds. Um, the, the one um, for the Elder Girls has been removed from the window and placed back against the wall. Mary Bell is not in here. Um, so, I mean, if you would like to settle in, it's quite early. It's only about, you know, 8 p.m. You would be able to be up at about midnight, but that would mean you guys would get up at about 4 a.m. if you would like and try to get out right at dawn, if that's what you're aiming for. They should be. There should be someone awake to arrange for payment around then. Yeah, so you're with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we might have to stay a, a little later if... Uh, Someone is to stay awake here. Right. What are we getting paid for? Protecting the orphanage. You are offered payment for your assistance for protecting the orphanage. And getting paid for wood. Yes, and you are getting paid for wood. wood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. low. Oh, schwamp, jiggle (laughs) (laughs) Shit, Johnny's on to me. Right? (laughs) Change the backstory. Hide, hide. (laughs) (laughs) Two sessions in. So, Yalumlo and Nesgrim, you two settle in and prepare to take long rests. And Ether, you watch as Ritora just kind of collects herself and lays down uh, in the bed. You know, meditating again, just kind of like relaxing and permitting yourself to experience a long rest. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, knowing, because they discussed only needing to be asleep for four hours and Mm -hmm. then him sleeping and her keeping watch I'd assume that he would come back to the boys dormitory when he goes to rest Mm -hmm. so I will stay awake to keep watch while he gets 
his first four hours of sleep. Okay. Cool. Very See good. if it kills me or not when okay. I wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on him since okay. he's very good. Cursed. So, <laughs> uh, we settle in. We begin to take our long rests. Ether, you're watching over Ritora as she just kind of is, you know, visibly distraught and upset and, you know, um, concerned, I suppose. Anxious would be a better word. Uh, on edge. Yeah. For sure. Yep. And, uh, now Lumlo, as you are watching over Nesgrim, uh, you lay down and you begin your long rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch after about an hour or so as he begins to shake and stir slightly in his sleep. You, while you are sleeping, hear hush, hush, hush. Oh, God. Hush. Don't speak. And you watch as... You know, he just kind of, like, sputters and coughs in his sleep. But no saliva is forming. So, again, it's a very awkward, dry heave. Does he look like he is in danger or just uncomfortable? I would say uncomfortable. It's not like he's... It's not he, like it doesn't look like he's choking like or anything. Like I should check Correct. on him Correct. necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to let him keep sleeping. Yep. Very good. So, yeah, you hear the varied voices now. As though it's not a singular voice echoing in your mind as you begin to rest. After only about two to three hours, you awake briefly, and you see Yalumlo still sitting here watching over you. You see Anthony is asleep on a bunk opposite you. Anthony had come in about an hour or so later, was curious by your but accepted the fact that you all needed to stay here, and just kind of like, oh, hey dude, and just curled up and went to bed. Um, but yeah, you sit up briefly and you see Yalumlo staring at you, watching over you as you sleep. Hello. You were shaking a bit, I figured. I had a, uh, bad dream. Um, I heard the same hush again, but this time in several different voices. Yes, well, perhaps you can sleep it off. Yeah, let me, let me try, yeah. And you go back to bed. Back to bed. Very good. Okay. So another about two hours has passed. So if four hours has concluded, uh, you can see that she's looking a little bit more peaceful. You feel long rested. So you may complete your long rest. Thank God. (laughs) And now you see that she is awake. Are you okay? I will be once we can get out of here, hopefully. I would like to go sleep if you yes. could watch over the other dormitory. Yes, of course. And I'll get up and walk towards the door. Okay. Yeah. You open the girl to the door's dormitory as you're leaving. Or sorry, no, were you out? You will say that you were permitted inside. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say I was sitting out in the hall, but... Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess then it would make more sense because Mary Bell would be in there and she would mm-hmm. see you as, like, an intruder and that would be awkward yeah, and uncomfortable so, uh, yeah, for I was her, planning so you would be outside. In, Otherwise, yes. I would stay in the boys' door. Correct. But, yeah. So, yeah, you open the door after the four hours check, retour is fine, and you begin to walk down to the boys' dormitory. Okay, and I assume she's coming with me. Then. You're coming with and you're, you plan to sit outside in the hallway outside mm-hmm. of the boys' dormitory. Okay. So as the two of you are walking by Sister Madeline's office, you hear from inside what sounds like the echoing cry of an infant coming distinctly from inside of the office. 
The last time we opened that door, Sister Desio was in there. It is not that late. It is possible she is still in there. You hear the echoing cry of a baby. There's no other sounds coming from... Nope. The rest of the orphanage is quite quiet. As is the perfectly timed film music. Yeah. <laughs> always, it always, it always happens, and I hate it every time. It's so scary. Um. Do you walk by? I, I don't want to go in. Uh, I want to look through the keyhole. Okay, you can make a perception check with disadvantage. Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, (laughs) peer through, and as you lean down and peer through, and you hear the cry (coughs) of a babe, Mm -hmm. and you peer down, and you see an eye. Oh, (laughs) God. Bloodshot up against. I I push back (laughs) from the door. (gasps) What? What is it? I think Sister Desiel is on the other side of this door, looking through the keyhole. Hush. And you just hear it kind of whisper from the opposite side of the door. <laughs> Hush. I think we should go to sleep. <laughs> Ow. I think we should kill her. That's so weird. <laughs> I like how you're like, there's, oh, it's an eye. There's like, it's an eye. two scenarios. I'm She's either at the door so while she meditates so she can stare through this keyhole during meditation, mm-hmm. or she heard you and she came to uh-huh. the door to stare at you but not make a fuss about the fact that you looked in. Both are bad. Uh-huh. I'm going to just get up and start walking towards the boys' dormitory. Uh-huh. So he's going to kill all of us. <laughs> You walk over to the boys' dormitory, you open the door, and you watch as Yalumlo is now settling down for his rest as well. And you step inside, you watch as Nesgrim is still slightly shaking. You can see that he's fervently kind of like licking his lips, but you can see that his tongue is quite dry. His lips look very cracked now. And you can hear a little bit of a sputtering dry cough echoing out from him. (laughs) But you don't awaken. And you just continue to hear, don't say a word. And do you settle in for sleep? Yep. Great. Uh-huh. You settle in for sleep. Very good. The two of you settle in for your sleep, and you sit outside in the hallway, bravely, alone. <laughs> like, just shaking. While everyone else sleeps. <laughs> Are you just sitting with your back against the door and, like, your quarter staff out? Just rocking? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I'm definitely like. <laughs> Roll for perception. <laughs> I'm like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very satisfying feeling. This is intense. Uh, 20. 20? Mm-hmm. So. That's good. You hear. It's real good. It's real good. Real good. From the distance, the cry of this babe. And you hear echoing out for a brief moment the 
Hush. Hush now, child. Hush! Do I jump in my sleep? It's not that loud that you all would hear it through the door. Well, he's... I meant more like, do I hear that same hush in my dream? In your head? Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck. You don't... You kind of startle, but, like, your eyes just quickly open. And you dart and look around the room, and you see Yalumlo and Ethier and Anthony all sleeping peacefully in the night. And you feel kind of like a chill, as though you're in... uh, pool of your own sweat and your mouth feels extraordinarily dry I'm going to clear my throat as you attempt to clear your throat you sputter (laughs) and a gasp escapes you and you feel as you gasp this horrible sensation as dry earth crumbles out of your mouth into your lap as you sit up in bed (laughs) I'm going to go Ah! It's the loudest shit. Wake everyone up. Are you able to? I mean, yeah, you. I'll say that you make several noises, and eventually the two of you do hear this and stir from your slumber. You just see me holding dirt in my hands. Ah, uh, this came out of my lungs. What's he sound like? Does he sound like that? Incredibly hoarse. This came out of my lungs. Correct. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I think my lungs are filling with dirt. Perhaps the dirt that you drank earlier is just coming back up. Maybe. And I'm going to try to clear my throat again. Yeah, so you gasp once more and a few fragments of, like, little speckles of, of soil, black soil, topple out of your mouth, dry. And your throat feels incredibly hoarse and scratchy. When I take a deep breath, do I feel... I mean, you don't feel a sensation that you would associate with something being present in your lungs, no. You Does don't it feel restricted or, like... Uh, yes, it feels feel as though congested? you can't... Uh, I mean, not so much congested. It feels as though when you attempt to take a deep breath, mm-hmm. your lungs can only fill with so much air in terms of that kind of restriction. Not like you actually feel the congestion in your chest, like that heaviness. Right. It just is apparent that that is the feeling. So you have the effect, like the symptom, without the feeling of its presence. Great. Um, I think I stopped now, but, um... Make a wisdom saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to take over your brain. Oh my god, you're so clutch with these saves. 24. 24? Oh my god. That's The Fog of War dice and literally any other campaign, terrible. (laughs) This one, because I call them the Oshwamp dice, because they respect it. Fog and red, yeah. They know. So you feel your hand just kind of slide out. Oh, it matches your hair. Yeah. Yeah. You feel your hand kind of slide out towards your water skin, and again, you stop and you realize as your hand touches the leathery exterior of your water skin, and you look over and see your hand. And you stop and pull your hand back. It happened again. I reached for water without controlling it. I mean, you are very thirsty. I am not sure that has anything to do with the tea. Ah. What I, what I have a way of describing it outside of like, 
making it sound like a reflex. More like I'm being forced to do it or like it's compulsory. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean compulsory is a good way to do it in terms of it's not like an instinctual thing that you're doing. You can say that it is a, an uncontrolled compulsory thing. I yeah. think that's fair, yes. Do you not want water? Um, I, I do, but I did not reach for that. I did not choose to... As though he's not in control of that action. I don't know why I'm being compelled to drink, um, but I worry that if I fail another wisdom saving throw, I'll find out what happens. (laughs) I am sorry, I truly do not know how to help you. I I understand, I I don't, uh, perhaps if we have time, we can seek out someone who may know and perhaps maybe be able to fix it, but probably not. About how much sleep has Nazgrim gotten? Um, At this point? Like six hours? Uh, Yeah, I would say about six to seven hours. You guys are about two to three hours in. Like, this is only a few moments. It's not going to completely disturb Mm -hmm. your long rest. So, I mean, careful, but, you know, distraught. We settle back in to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. A few hours later, you're still sitting out here. You don't hear any other voices. You hear occasionally the soft cries of the baby once more inside and you hear the brief hush hush and then it's about four o'clock five o'clock in the morning and you all three of you awaken from your long rest refreshed satisfied discomforted but alive okay friends um I'm gonna when I wake up try to clear my throat see if more dirt flies out of my mouth. Okay. As you sit up, um, make a wisdom safe. <laughs> oh! Is that a one? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, God. Okay. Not Goodbye. only did my luck run out, it went opposite. <laughs> so, oh. the three of you are sitting up and you watch as Nesgrim just gets up and you see, like, he takes a deep breath and he clears his throat. <laughs> and a few more fragments of dirt fall out like clumps of soil where you can see withered, fragmented pieces of like what looks like roots and stems. Ah. And you watch as he stands <laughs> and begins walking towards the door, staring blankly at it, and reaches out towards it and grabs the handle, and you hear him whisper the word, Thirsty. Perhaps we should stop him. <laughs> I, th- I think so. I'm gonna get up and just go, like, put a hand on his shoulder. Sure. So the two of you go over and you just both, yeah. like, lay your hands as he opens the door. And Rotori, you feel the door open against your back. And you see Nesgrim standing here and Yalumlo and Ethir standing behind him. And you stop him and he fights against your grasp. But there's two of you, I will say. You're adequately able to prevent him from leaving the room. I'm still unconscious. I mean, not unconscious. I wouldn't say that it is that condition (laughs) uniquely. Understood. More charmed. Sleepwalking, sort of? Charmed. Great. Mm -hmm. And you feel him shaking against your grip. Like his shoulders shaking. Maybe we should 
I'm going to take a step. Water. It seems to want him to drink. Perhaps that is not... I mean... Maybe I just got to eat more dirt. He is very dry. I wonder what it wants him to drink. Perhaps we should let him go and follow him. I'm taking a step back and yep. pointing my quarterstaff at Do Nesgrim. you think that is wise? No. Maybe. I don't see anything else to do. Perhaps if his thirst is quenched by whatever this is looking for, he will be okay. I do is, not know what else to do. Is any of this at all familiar Mm-mm. to me? Like, none of this... No. None of these effects are mm-hmm. akin to what you are familiar with okay. from the herbal teas back at your home. You're all just gonna slowly watch me die. Like I don't think, I really don't think there is a recourse here. I think well, this I, is. I mean, I like how you're like, oh, well, you know, has this ever happened to you when you've eaten the dirt? <laughs> <laughs> now this I see why you're like, no. This happened when you've eaten stuff off the ground. I mean, you know, like the the cursed dirt. Did you? You mean you never you eaten any of it? Why are you not just running around eating desecrated soil? Would you say my resistance to necrotic or radiant damage helps me at all here? Potentially. Good. I haven't had you take damage yet. I've had you... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I have you had wisdom saving throws against the charm effect, yeah, but not But I didn't the, uh... drink that dirt. <laughs> me too. Well, Though I have resistance to being charmed, so... Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. Go to the bathroom. I would mm-hmm. say that we let him walk. Or we could... Keep a hold on him until whatever this is passes. Perhaps he could tell us what he was thirsty for. It may not pass. Is my concern. Very well. Still? Yeah. Oh my god. And you hear what sounds like the the more shrill, frantic cry of a baby. Again, echoing out from the area of Sister Madeline's office, and you to let go of Nesgrim. Yeah. Now, as an aside, um, since you meditate, um, you would still be in your items and things of that nature. Nesgrim does not meditate. Right. Your sleep, uh, would you remove your things? Hmm. Would you have to remove your equipment for your sleep? Uh, I mean, in terms of resting here after what happened to him? Yes. Uh, I probably would not have taken everything off. Okay. So yeah, I'll say that you still have your things, but Nesgrim does not have his things. You are in your clothing beneath your armor. sword, shield, nothing? Correct. Especially since you awoke and just kind of immediately got up and began to walk towards the door. So his things are adjacent to his bed. We should gather his things. Yes, well, someone should stay with him. Uh, Ritora, stay with him. I do not assume he is going to run. We will grab his things quickly and catch up. I'm still standing with my staff pointed at him. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he doesn't look Right. No, he does not look like he is remotely paying attention mm-hmm. to any of you. 
blissfully unaware of your presence. My AC without armor is 10. Mm-hmm. So, do you step inside Retora to gather his things? Not watching him. They're yeah, gathering we're, his we're things. We're going to gather his things. You guys are going to gather. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, you two let go. Nesgrim turns to the left and begins taking a slow, slow walk over towards Sister Madeline's office. You two hurry inside and grab his armor, his shield, his uh, longsword, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you hurry out. And you can see that Retora, as you follow him, you guys are maybe about ten feet away from that small turn of the hallway to the left. Back here? Uh, no, or opposite side, yes. Okay. Want to hand me the Oh, no. <laughs> you knew I was going to drink the tea. Of course I did. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> did you think I was going to drink the tea? Yes. It was who, sir? I thought oh. you both. Uh, I have the staff. So you watch as yeah, Nesgrim, Nesgrim. This one? turns the corner to the left and places his hand on Sister Madeline's door. The two of you have caught up with his various things in your hands. So we're like here. Correct. And you watch as Nesgrim places his hand on the doorknob. Retora, perhaps you should stop him. If you want to flip to that camera, I'll... Uh, I'll in a moment. It, it oh, depends sure, on sure, what sure. you guys do. Okay. Genuinely, I... This is attempting to happen yeah. for him. There are things that could be done, but... So you say, mm. Retora, maybe mm. you should stop him. And you watch as his oh. hand... Reach out and grab his arm. You grab his hand? Yeah. Okay. So you grab his hand, make a strength check. And Nesgrim, make a strength check. 16. 19. 19. So you grab his hand and you kind of wrap your fingers around his and you feel the doorknob twist and turn lightly in his hand. But he cannot pull it open. You feel that it's unlocked and you feel his hand still gripping. Come in. Does she seem to be struggling with him? Yes. I'm going to go stand against the door. Okay, so you place your back against the door. Yeah. Yeah. Come in. Let him open the door. If whatever he wants to drink is in that room, I do not think he should have it. I knew you'd be thirsty. Of course you did. So is the door open now? Is that... No, I'm up against the door. He's back up against the door. We all want more. More. I'm the only one who hears this, right? No, you all hear her speaking from inside of this room. There's plenty more. Come in. I think perhaps we will pass. <laughs> we are not thirsty, but thank you. Pass? We will pass. <laughs> Collectively, yes. We will all pass. And you feel the door as like a force presses up against it. Not like harshly as though she's ramming it, but as though she is pressing her arm against the door, trying to push it out open against you. I'll also put my weight against the door. So you put your weight against the door as well? Okay. So yeah, two of you press up against the door and you feel Nesgrim's hand still shaking in yours. You may repeat the wisdom saving throw. Okay. It's going to be an 18. 18? So you look down at your hand and see where you are Mm -hmm. and collectively... 
recollect yourself over this series of moments, and you feel your hand shake and pull back as dirt once more kind of drips, crumbling off of the front of your lip, out onto the back of, like, your arm, and you see all of your friends standing here. Um. Asgrim, perhaps it is time that you put on your armor? Yes, please. Very good. We will occupy the door. Thank you. And yes. I slam everything on, pull out my longsword and shield. Okay. Um, the no. two of you make strength checks. And you may add your totals against me. Fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay, so yeah. You feel the door press against you, but you're capable of keeping it closed as Nesgrim affixes his and dons his armor. Why won't you just have a drink with me? Uh, friends, I think we gotta kill her. I thought we were friends now. Oh, I'm sorry, I was... I said friends. We are friends. And have a drink. Is it possible that she is under the control of whatever this is? Is there a way to stop whatever this is, Rutora? Do you have any knowledge of this at all? Not not like this. I was able to hold it off a bit from you know, hurting, hurting the land and the trees, but I've never seen anyone consume it. What if I purify her tea? And have her drink it. Well, as you know, purify food and drink only works on non-magical food and drink. So I don't... Mm-hmm. But the tea's not magic. The it's tea. got necrotic... Uh, yeah. And, like... mm-hmm. Work. Um, so I, I feel as though the person who may know best how to fix this problem lies on the other side of this door. You hear the baby begin shrilly crying inside. I'm going to uh, kill her. Grab the thing out of my pouch and get it up in my glove again. Very good. I want to kill her. Hush. What did you do? Nothing. The child was crying. Yes, but our what? friend Nesgrim does not normally cough dirt. That's new. Yeah. Well, that sounds terrible. Do you, can you help? Of course. For a price. What do you what do you want from us? Come in. Alright, I just open the fucking door and go in. There's the two of them with their backs against Standing the door. in front of this door. Yeah, yeah, the two of them literally are still back against the door. Okay, so I can't just walk in. Yeah, I mean you can't just open it. Again, you hear the cry of a baby, and all of you may roll investigation checks. Oh no. Uh, 12. 12. Or, sorry, insight. Insight. Oh, insight? Okay. Sorry, and it's better. 19. 12. 19. 19 12. as well. 19. No! Not again! One. It's another net one! <laughs> okay. Thank you. So. You know nothing. Uh, sorry, Lawrence, what was yours? 12. 12. Okay. So, Retora and Ether, the two of you, as you hear this baby cry, you can discern that these sounds are being mimicked yeah. by Sister Desiel. Oh my god. Hush now, child. And you hear her just softly echo out the faint cry of a baby, mimicking it. Um, Rotora, would there be any reason Sister Desiel's brother would want to kill her? Kill her? 
I don't. As they're talking, I'm gonna start. Did he? Did he ever? Uh, if you're going to do that, I will say that it's going to become more difficult for you to bar- like barricade the door because you are going to be preoccupied with casting the spell over the course of a, like ten minutes and six seconds. What are you doing? Did. Do you want to go through with ritual casting it, or would you rather actually just straight cast it? I'll just straight cast it. Okay. So roll your burnout die. Um. I'm good. Seven. Okay. Uh, so you cast Detect Magic. Now, for Detect Magic, could you please read to me whether or not it is barred or barricaded? Should there be any sense of, like, wood or stone or metal on the opposite side? Uh, sure. It said it can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. So, not three feet of wood or dirt. You can feel permeating from the opposite side, um... In terms of, like, just a general aura pervasive, like, through the area of the keyhole, um, abjuration magic. Okay, uh, what is abjuration? Uh, like, barriers, shields, uh, things that would encompass something. Okay. Where, where are you seeing that? Through the keyhole. So, like, think of a glow. Mm-hmm. It's glowing out through just the keyhole. Correct. But it's glowing out through, so I will definitively Something tell you that the it's room is coming okay, from the opposite it. side. You're just capable of detecting through the keyhole. Sure. Uh, there's something in there that is projecting a barrier of some kind. I can see its aura through the keyhole in the door. Um, uh, clarifying mm-hmm. something... Uh, Deloin. Mm-hmm. Sorcerer? Wizard. Wizard. Mm-hmm. Um. As far as you know. As far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, her brother is a wizard. She may be one as well. Are we certain that this is Sister Desiel at all? And not her brother? I certainly hope it is not. <laughs> um, do you know of any reason why he would want to poison her, kill her, maim her, torment her, generally be a dick? Did he ever mention her? To you, no. Okay. Uh, n- Come now. No. There is much to discuss. Have a drink. We can discuss through the door. Have a laugh. Clarifying a code legal thing real quick. Uh Uh-huh. Is it only if there's witnesses? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's how most most laws work. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, And I've got three witnesses here that didn't see me kill her at all. Yeah, you committed the crime. You weren't caught. Um... All of you make intelligence saving throws. Oh, God. Oh, uh, ten. Come on, can I get in the... Five. Natural 20. <laughs> Jealous. Sarah, what was yours? I didn't get to roll it yet because it keeps getting stuck on things. Oh, God, that's... <laughs> well, we're all gonna die. 
So you watch. What is my intelligence? And you saving so, throw? Yes. Ten. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I thought it was. Oh, could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, I have a proficiency in intelligence, so I thought it was a plus zero, but it's a plus two. So. Gotcha. So, um, all of you hear very quickly as she speaks and says once more, "We could all have a laugh." You hear what sounds like the breaking and shattering of glass. And you feel this horrible sensation come over the three of you as you watch this horrible, like, purplish mist exudes through the keyhole. The three of you immediately fall prone, overcome with a despondent sense of laughter as though... Feigning laughter, (laughs) unable to control yourselves. Would you say perhaps hideous laughter? Akin to it, yes. (laughs) So the three of you fall prone off the door. You watch as the three of them fall to the ground. Make a strength check. (laughs) Want another net 20? Dice aren't landing in the trays tonight. I made 15. Yeah, now you got me. I got an 8. So you feel the door crack open against you. Please accurately place your minis and roll initiative. Um, Can I say that, like, seeing them fall and feeling her push, um, that I would have... uh, Casted something? Yeah. Mm Ikfulisa? Okay. Initiative, you said? Correct. Two. Fifteen. Okay. Twenty with bonus. Five. What kind of music, John? Combat horrifying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. Do we have a uh, miniature for... Oh, we do. Of course we do. So I am going to remove the door. The frame is still there. Yeah. But the door is busted over. And standing before you. Oh my god. Is that what she looks like right now? Yes. (laughs) With the green and the... I'll adjust the camera. Yeah, I'll wait to hit it then. You can hit it because I don't know how it's going to look on the screen. Is that a man? Nope. Uh, a lady, right? What one do you want me to do? Table large or? Uh, no. Uh, main table? Yeah. Okay. So the all f- them boom shots. Yeah. Should do a bunch of B-roll. The camera just moving nice and clean over minis and stuff. That'd be dope. Uh, yes, this is fifth edition. Uh, so the three of you are prone, still facing the door, laughing like a, a hollow, despondent laugh, as though chuckling at the horrifying nature of what is going on around mm-hmm. you. That ha, 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 over and over. And as you see, breaking through the door, at first, the visage of Sister Desiel. But as she breaks through the door, 
and presses it against Yalumlo, and the door batters and falls to the side against the wall. You see the visage begin to fade, and you can see this horribly wrinkled, rough, leathery skin. Oh my... Is it? calloused hands. Oh, fuck! (laughs) Long green hair, a grotesque eye, one larger than the other, extending out, almost protruding from her face. A series of skulls adorning like a, a piece of twine around her neck. And you can see that in her one hand... Human skulls or like animal skulls? Human skulls. Oh, Lord. Like the size of children. Oh. And in her other hand is like... Consider, you know, the... Fresh heart. Small. Broken. And withering away in her palm. And it is encased with dirt. And you can see cracked, splintered, decrepit-looking teeth amidst her mouth. And she laughs. (laughs) And Don, it is your turn. So, your action is consumed by laughter. And you can repeat the saving throw at the conclusion of your turn. Okay. So it is an intelligent saving throw once more. Uh, that is a 17. 17. So at the conclusion of your turn, you stop laughing. Okay, so I can't get up. Correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, doke. Sarah, your turn as well. Consumed with laughter, repeat the intelligence save and throw. Um. <laughs> that didn't look good. 13. 13? You s- stop laughing oh, as thank well. God. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which means that the only one laughing in front of me. It's me. As it is my turn now. It's no. me. She, so this started because she pushed the door open. Correct. I was on the other side of the door. Correct. And they fell prone. Back behind you, yes. One of them was against the door with me when he fell prone. Correct. So, so you were still against the door, correct? He was, was. He you was not. Yeah. So you would actually be pushed more into like the corner. Okay. So I would be on the. You would be on the right side, and the door would be pushed to the left side. Okay. okay. Anything else in terms of clarification? Yeah, I was just trying to figure out. Yes. Like, yeah. How one far of them open absolutely. is this door in Correct. terms I think, of like? Does that door open? Oh, does the door literally open there? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I didn't want to push too hard on. No, it's fine. Break it. You know what I mean? I yes. Felt terrible. Also. Definitely knew she was evil. And yeah, which way did the door open? Uh, to the left. So from you this Correct. way. Correct. Yeah, right. it, it doesn't actually match the miniature, but... Right. So it would have opened in a way that I would be on this side of the door. Correct. She is coming through this way. Correct. Okay. So for her turn, um, you watch as she pulls one of the skulls from her necklace in her other hand. And she extends it out, and she cracks the skull, like digging and embedding Mm. her fingers through the portion of the cranium, breaking through it. And you watch as dirt crumbles out of the skull, and this horrifying mist emanates out. Everyone make wisdom saving throws. Oh, man. Uh, Nesgrim, since you are on the ground, make it a disadvantage. Yikes. Oh. That's a 10. 25. Kenny, you're good? 21. 21. 24. So the three of you are not frightened. You are now frightened as well. 
So you are on the ground laughing. Vibrated, laughing, and scared. Welcome to me, DM. It sounds like I'm just like I'm at work again. You're having just, really just a. A breakdown. Mm-hmm. Laughing, dehydrated, and scared. Yeah, that sounds like work. Yeah. Okay. So. I probably shouldn't. As she sit breaks, <laughs> as she breaks the skull. Um, since Yalumlo, uh, she would need to. Not not necessarily move past you, but Nesgrim, you are far enough back that she can't reach you. Good. Um, I will attack you, Yalumlo. Through the door, or is she coming out around the door? So you were pushed. Okay, like so will I be able to see her? Because I'm on the other side of. So the door. instead of then you, because you are on the the back end of the door, uh, who is the one standing in front of her? That's so. That's me. So she coming through Correct. the door. The door I got shifted pushed. this way, and he would have been the other person in front of the door on the ground. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so the door would here be on the ground in front of me. So then I'm gonna okay attack you. Uh, yeah, so a 22 will hit. It will. Nah. Doesn't have to. As you take 14 points... Oh my god! ...of slashing damage as you watch as the hand that crumpled the skull, the other that had the still-beating heart, slides down her palm and descends, dropping to the ground, splattering spraying muscle and blood all over the ground, and she rakes her hands across your face, and you feel this horrifying, sinking chill as you're looking up at her, and she just cackles and scratches at your face. Okay. And that is my turn. Which means it comes to you, Yalumlo. Okay, um... Uh, bonus action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. Um, I guess so. I can't see her right now, right? I would have to move. To yeah, I mean, you can the move door. the five feet to reposition so where you are not so, blocked by the door. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will uh, activate uh, Kubizu Folo. Mm-hmm. And I, um, that's a bonus action. Yep. Um, and I will, uh, use my sword to attack her. Very good. Make your attack. So just to care, clarify, is Lo like the last name, or is that the full name? Is you? That is the last part of the name. Um, it's not like a separate. Yeah, last it's not name. a separate. It's not like a surname. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. I really doubt that that's gonna hit. That's an eleven. Nope. So you slash at her with your longsword, and you watch as she takes the fragments of skull, and catches your blade in the skull and directs your blade downwards and you pull your blade back away from her. You can see that the fragments of the skull that were in her hand splinter and chip and fall to the ground, as does earth from her palm. Hmm. All right. 
Nesgrim. Your turn is occupied by laughter. Yep. Uh, make the intelligence saving throw first to see if you conclude your laughter. Okay, that's going to be a 15. So you conclude laughing. Okay, and then you may also repeat the wisdom saving throw to see if you conclude the frighten effect. I pray for your soul. Uh, wisdom save, you said? Correct. That's an 8. An 8. You are still frightened of her. So that concludes Me your too. turn as well. Oh. Am I able to... No, I'm not able to stand. You're not up. able to okay. stand because it happens at the conclusion of your turn. Right. And as your turns conclude, you look at her and you watch as the soil drips from her fingers. You know, again, crumbling down to the ground, the floors around you. And you watch as she just looks over the course of all of you. You will grovel. Gravel. You will beg. You will bargain. And Don, it's your turn. <coughs> okay. Does this look familiar to me in any way? Not now, no. Not now? No. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna toll the dead on her. Are you standing up first? Yes. Okay. Yes, so I you am. cast toll the dead? Yes, I do. Uh, a nine, so I fail. Okay, so that's one d eight, uh, which seven. Okay, seven points of damage. The bell rings in her ears, and yep. she takes uh, seven necrotic damage specifically. Okay. You watch as you just kind of extend your hand out as you are bleeding because you're bloody. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're very bloody. Yep. You are in horrible state. And what is your uh, holy symbol again? Uh, it's a, I don't have it, it's a little thing that I have wrapped around my hand. Okay, so you extend your holy symbol and you watch as light illuminates from it for a brief moment, and the light encapsulates her face, and you see as she shakes and feels this dolorous bell ringing in her ears. Do you have anything else on your turn? Uh, yes, I'm going to bonus action and cast healing word on myself. Roll your burnout die. Yep. Burn, Don. Please, no. Burn. We're good. Two. <laughs> You're very lucky. I needed a, just a one instead of a one and a two. Uh, that would have been that would very have been bad. very bad. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I'm gonna roll my healing. Yep. Uh, one so d four heal plus for, your mod. I heal seven. Okay. Because it's one d four plus four. Correct. Says so. Yeah. Okay. So yep. You are I good. Heal seven. Sarah. I mean, I'm not good. <laughs> oh, I know you're not. And you are you are free of both the. Um, yeah, laughter effects. and the frightened. Correct. correct. Yep. Um, Sarah, you still have the frightened condition, correct? I was not frightened. I passed that. Oh, that's right. You you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, because you also concluded the, uh, the, laughter, the laughter as yeah. well. So yes, you have uh, your full turn. Real quick, what's the what's the site for the tracker? I didn't realize it wasn't open. Uh, give it to me because okay. I don't want to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I. Do you want to stand up first? Because yes. remember, you are prone yes, I because do. you did originally fail it, so you were prone. I do want to stand up. Okay. Um, and that's half my movement, right? Correct. So I want to stand up with that, and then I would like to bonus action cast Shillelagh. Okay. So you enchant your quarter staff mm -hmm. with 
uh, druidic magic, and you watch as it begins to glow with a faint green illumination around yep. it. And I'm going to use my action. Since I used a cantrip, I can hmm? use my action for... Yes, casting a spell. Yes. yes. So I'm going to use my action, and I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. On her. Okay. On her. So, yes, you get to choose the targets. I make a deck save. Yep, it's just her. Uh, 15, so I'm going to pass your fairy fire. So you attempt to illuminate and light, and you watch as your light... Uh, what color would you have chosen? Would it have been a green or something akin? Um, Bright purple. Probably would have been like a, like a warm, like yellowy... Okay. Kind of... Something to really stand out against her. Yes, her her horrifying colors. Yeah. So yes, you watch as the light lingers around her for a brief moment, and you see that in the hand that is covered with blood, the one that she had clawed uh, Ether's eyes with, she sees the illumination around her, and she reaches up and grabs it, and oh. crushes it in her palm, and you see the concentrated area emanate out and dirt collapses and cascades around her. Oh, Rubbles God. and pebbles falling to the ground all over. And that is your turn. Mm-hmm. Which means it is now my turn. Um, oh, and I need to roll burnout. Correct, thank you. Um, wait a second. Does the... I was definitely down to a d10 last time. I don't know why. I you had long rested, so you're okay. Oh. It restores. Oh, does it? Okay, good. Yes. Good, 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 good. Uh, so, Nesgrim, you are still on the ground. Yes. Uh, you've beaten the laughing and... Um, failed the... Failed laughing. the frightened. Or frightened, yeah. So you are still frightened of me. Yeah. Um, so, as the, you know, the cascading pieces of rubble and earth dry and fall to the ground around her, she c- collects another skull from her necklace... And she extends it out over your head. Oh, God. And cracks the skull. And you watch as maggot and worm-riddled earth falls over the height of your skull into your hair and face. Like a charisma saving throw. Charisma. (laughs) I use gems, you use skull. It's great. It's 16. 16? Okay. So you pass. It didn't completely ruin your beautiful hair. Correct. (laughs) So you, spend weeks you look up yeah. at her as you watch all of these horrifying, grotesque, creepy, crawly things pour over the state of your face. You resist the charm, and then she swipes at you okay. with her clawed hand. Okay. So did she come out the door? Oh, sorry, yes, you are correct in that so he is still would, ten feet away. Would she have, like... Yes, you can make an attack of opportunity me. as she pushes through you. Yes. I mean, she's not leaving my range. Oh, yeah, yeah, There is five feet of vacant space, so yes. Yeah, I was just asking Correct. her for yeah, no, I thought that. Sarah was blocking that corner, but I... Th- okay, so yes, she slides around, cracks the skull over your head, okay, and claws she's attacking. Correct. Uh, 19? So, did that... <sighs> yeah, that's... Did that not invoke an attack of opportunity? No, because you don't re- you don't leave the reach of a character. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. It's a great thing we put our armor on. Be a dead, dead boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> that only beat my AC by one, so it was close. Mm. I mean, as you take nineteen points of slashing <gasps> oh damage. Oh my god! 
as her claw just bears down and rips and tugs at your scalp and hair. Okay. We should have gone home. We should have just left. Let me click the damage button. You know when you're playing like an MMO and you wind up in an area that's way too high level for you? That's what this feels like. <laughs> yep. All and you right. watch as blood spurts from Nesgrim's scalp and head. Are you still up? Because head wounds bleed badly yeah. and quickly. I am indeed still up. Mm-hmm. And that is my turn. Yalula. I will. Um, I'll cast uh, Ikalakisa. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to roll over and out. Mm-hmm. It's a one. Sure is. Okay. Uh, so roll your percentage die to see how you burn out, and we'll shrink your die. 52. 52. Uh, where is it that you click on the table form, Dom? Do you want to mind showing oh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got it? Oh, okay. That, but then, yeah, click that, but then, then click, a... click on the word burnout, and gotcha. then click burnout consequences table. Uh, 52, I think, is hurt. I feel like this is my fault. <laughs> uh, it is. Yes. <laughs> Breaking that teacup. Uh, level times two hit points, so two hit points. Correct. Again, this is n- definitely not about the teacup. It's mm. not. <laughs> oh, but otherwise, great. that does what it's supposed to do. Yes. Correct, yes. The spell still takes effect. Okay, then I'm going to... Uh, Should have broken all the teacups. I'm going to attack her. Okay. Uh, she's not facing you, so you have advantage. Okay. Or actually, no. I'm sorry. You, it's flanking rules, um, so you get oh. the plus two to your attack bonus. Gotcha. Uh, that's gonna be a non-natural twenty. Okay. Yes. You strike uh, first. Okay. Right. She's taking so. some damage before, but this is second hit now. I got a mask. I feel like of many to come. We're gonna have so, to hit this. We're gonna have to hurt her a bunch before she dies. I hope you guys win. I hope so. I like this character. <laughs> As do I. I feel like all of your NPCs are characters you wanted to play, but just decided against. Just, just that's a little too evil. Let's just <laughs> dial it back to I'm, Raz. I'm, 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 <laughs> this is more evil than Raz. I like that. <laughs> just by a little bit, mm-hmm. not by a whole lot. Also, I'm really excited for Princess tomorrow, too. So am I. I think things will go great. Very nervous. Okay, so she will take... um, Ten... Uh, slashing from the sword, yep. and then, uh, uh, sorry, 12 slashing and 2 necrotic. Okay. Yeah, so you, you know, kind of swiftly bring your sword up against the back of her, and you swipe through the dense black cloak that is on her back, digging into the, like, rough leathery skin that covers over her spine. You don't feel 
uh, as though you've broken or injured anything deeply inside of her, but you can definitely tell that you struck a fair wound into her back. Uh, do you have anything else on your turn? Um, don't think so. I'm going to stay where I'm at. So that was a bonus action and an action. So. Okay. DJ. Time for Nesgrim. Let's see if I can stand up, because yeah. uh, i got to succeed um, on the Frightened save, right? Or uh, can I just not? So you can stand? Uh, I have one other thing. Yes. Um, I have to, with that spell, I have mm-hmm. to pick an ability. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go with... Uh, dexterity? Sure. Okay. Alright, I, I stand up. Yes, yeah, so you step, use half your up. movement to stand. Yep. You are once more on your feet. Cool. Let me try to face the right direction here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that takes 10 feet to stand up. No, it's half your movement, so 15. Oh, 15, right. Correct. 15. Okay. So I'm going to move, try to move around her back towards the door. Okay. Are you. This would be one, two, three. Would that be attack of opportunity? Correct, no? because you would leave my space. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to cure wounds on myself. Okay. Um, so Roll your burnout die. Okay, burnout die is uh, D- D12. 12, yeah, okay. So three. So you're safe. Okay. So you roll your D8 for your Q wounds. Okay. <sighs> oh, great. That's awesome. Uh, I take back five health. Okay. <sighs> uh, and then as my bonus action... Wait, how do you get five for cure wounds? I rolled a, a one plus four. One. Oh, rip. Yeah. Right? I know. That's um, unfortunate. And then, uh, bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith. Okay. Roll your burnout die. Five. You're good. Cool. Cool. Your turn is good. And then my AC is 20, 20. for the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Top of the order, Don. Okie doke. Uh, I am once again going to toll the dead and attempt to make bells in her ears. 17, so I'm going to pass. Okie doke. You again illuminate the light of your holy symbol and extend it out over her, and you watch as she smears mud on her face. Okay. And just cackles. And you see the, like, pieces of dried earth, like, around her eyes forming, like, almost eye shadow. And she just laughs in your face. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to bonus action healing word again. Okay, roll your burnout die. Eight, we're good. Okay. Saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will heal for six points. Okay. So Don is good. I am good. Sarah. I... I guess I'm going to attack her, I guess, with my okay. shillelagh. So you'll move up and attack her with shillelagh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go right ahead. I guess I'll... Yeah, uh, DJ, can you move the left one oh, up yeah, towards... Yeah, yeah. Like a Thank little, you. Like right here? Correct. War. So you've mostly surrounded her. That's... Uh, 17. 17 hits? 1d8 plus 
four. 11 points of. 11? Yeah. Okay. Bludgeoning, I believe. Or uh, is it? It's, it's still bludgeoning. It's You're still just bludgeoning. using your wisdom modifier mm-hmm. instead. So you step forward with your shillelagh imbued quarterstaff and you're to the no, side done. of her. That was me, I forgot to update okay. it. And, and you, um, yes, crack down onto her arm mm-hmm. and you strike just above the elbow with your staff and you can see that she winces in pain very briefly and her gaze turns towards you. Oh. I told you you'll pay. Who are you? Are you doing anything else on your turn? She just smirks and stares at you. No. Okay. So now it is my turn. And uh, I'm staring, staring right, at me. right back. So and then I will attempt to claw you a 19. <laughs> I'm real fierce. I'm not real fierce. For 10 slashing. I'm sitting here like, oh god, she's going down. Oh, she took nine less damage than me, almost mm-hmm. half. I, I, I thought I might go down there. That's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she can do 19 points of damage in one go, that's. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yep. So you watch as she takes her hand over her necklace, the area where the skulls mm-hmm. were, and she rips it off and pulls it out. Make a dexterity saving throw. Nat 20. Nat 20. So she attempts to place the necklet over your head like a noose to cinch around you. And you realize what she's doing just as the like twine hits the type, like the height of your mm-hmm. hair. And you lean back and she drops the twine to the ground and it falls at your feet. And that is my turn. Yalumlo. Am I able to like step on it? Sure. Yeah. With I'll the, say that you can utilize your reaction to step on the twine necklace mm-hmm. at your feet. Attack her again. Very good. Um, and I'm, she's, I'm not behind her anymore, or is it still the flanking thing? It's plus two. Mm-hmm. Still flanking. Uh, there's three-quarter coverage around her now, so does that add, I thought that was plus. No, 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 that's not, three-quarter coverage is if, like, I'm behind this bar and somebody's striking me with a ranged attack. No, I mean, like, um, she's got three people around her. For a three-flanking roll? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what did I say it is? Plus five, then? I, I think that was four or five, yeah. I think it's five. Two. So, yes, yeah, okay, so you so get to add 22 plus. to hit. Correct, you hit. Um, eight slashing, six necrotic. Okay. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. It's a 12. 12. Okay. Um, so you just barely pass as you watch as this, you again slash into her side underneath her arm where it's still outstretched from having attempted to reach and put the necklace over Vitora. You slash into her side deeply and you watch as this like grotesque blackish, like, brown ichor begins to drip out of her side and dirt begins to grovel and fall out of her as well. Why is ichor such a disgusting, disgusting word? I, I've i pronounced it ichor my entire Either life, way, it's... so it's great to hear it pronounced properly, I so know. now I know. <laughs> um, but as that happens, you feel this spray of dirt strike you in the face, and you're going to take six bludgeoning damage. Okay. 
use my reaction. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else on your turn? Um. No. Okay. Nesgrim, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking go for it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna use necrotic shroud. Shroud. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So everyone has to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, it's an action, right? Isn't it level three? Does it say it's available to you? Yeah. Let me see. It does say third next to it. I'm not sure. If Correct. That okay. means you have to be right. third level to have was, access okay. to it. I'm yes. shocked it's displaying it. That's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It, it does it for for Raz as really? well with some of the yeah huh. with some of the That's Rachel weird. level spells that I gain access. I saw to the later. third next to it. Correct. I thought maybe that was like a. Yeah, no, it, it okay. means that it implies mm. that level. Cool. It seems like I, a bug. I know, That's it's fine. weird, um, but it's the same thing for certain racial features. That's weird. Hmm. All right, Maybe in so that you case. Know mm-hmm. what to expect. I guess if it's coming. a racial, that's probably d- different yeah. than... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a feature and trait, which is... It comes yeah. up under paladin features. Or no, racial trait. Yeah. yeah duh. Um, all right, in that case, I'll use lay on hands. On yourself? Okay. Yep, and I'm going to use all ten of them. Okay. So you restore 10 hit points to yourself? Yes. And then uh, for Shield of Faith, am I able to move that without concluding it, or can I move it off of myself to someone else? You cannot move it so off of yourself. So I would conclude it? If you wanted to if, conclude it. To move it. Okay. Yeah, I'll leave it on myself then and just keep okay. concentrating on that. Okay. So you're good. <laughs> Done. Your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Toll the Dead once more. Mm-hmm. 17. <laughs> I Rip. think that move doesn't work. <laughs> There's, I've I mean, it's, 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 have as, you, have, it's as likely to hit as any other I'm spell. sorry, but have you hit it once? Yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not my fault. No, but I'm just saying, for you in <laughs> That's this That's the damage that I have currently. There's nothing else that I can do. All right. Um... Uh, forgive me because I was out of the room. How is everybody else doing visually? Uh, now that you have laid on hands, you're no longer bloody. Uh, Ritori, you're bloody. What quant? What? Uh... Half hit points or less. Yes. Yeah. Ritori okay. is bloody. You're still pretty okay, I'm correct? Yeah. Pretty okay. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I will um, bonus action healing word on Ritori. Okay. Roll your burnout die, and then roll your healing. We're good. That's a three. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, you heal for five. Good. And Don, you're good? I'm good. Okay. Retora. Yeah, I'm just gonna hit her again. Make your attack roll with Shillelagh. Uh, you also add the plus five because we have three quarters flanking rolls. Did you roll on that one? <laughs> no, that plus five might really help though. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> um. That'd have been bad if it was a one. Mm-hmm. Not, not a one, but it's. It's all right. So. Uh, thirteen. 
13 does not hit. No. So you strike at so, her. Okay, so I did roll a 2. So like. Yes. Very lucky you didn't roll a 1. <laughs> so you swing your quarterstaff towards her, and you watch as she is still mirroring your gaze because you drew her ire previously. And as you swing your shillelagh at her, you watch as she reaches quickly into her bag and brandishes a teapot. Oh. And as you strike, she shatters it and cackles as the fragments of porcelain crawl and like fall down her hand onto the ground and dirt falls from inside of the teapot. This is not Sister Desiel, is it? None of it matters! I'm worried that I... The Sister Desiel somewhere in the building and I just broke her teapot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're worried about right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna kill me. <laughs> we might wipe, but that lady's gonna be pissed. <laughs> but if we survive, your reputation we is fucked. Yeah, right? We got this. <laughs> are you, do it? Are you doing anything else with your turn? Um, I don't turn? think I can. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I'm. Um. All right, comes to me again. I'm still. I know. And you watch as she reaches into her bag once mm-hmm. more, and she pulls out a tiny little, like a smaller skull, and you can see that around it are these uh, fragmented like pebbles that look like they're in the shape of like symbols along it. You can see that these silver uh, symbols are in Elvish. Okay. <laughs> as she pulls this out... Can I... As you... Yeah, as she pulls it out, both of you, or the three yeah. of you who can read Elvish, you see as it just says the word Echo. Oh, boy. On the skull. And she pulls it from her palm, and she takes her other hand, and she brings it down in one echoing clap. And everyone make constitution saving throws as a horrible thunderous boom erupts from this skull. Ooh. 10. 11. 19. 17. Two of you pass. Uh, you'll take four damage. You two take nine. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who who passed? You didn't pass. I didn't Sarah pass. Sarah and Don failed. DJ and Lawrence passed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Gonna have to roll a new character after this one. <laughs> and you watch as these fragments of chipped skull and dirt fall to the ground around you. And that is my turn. Comes to Lawrence. How's she looking? <sighs> Slightly bloodied. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm... Sh- Longsword slash. Popping off again. Very good. Still a plus five <laughs> mm-hmm. in addition to whatever else. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a 26 to hit. Wait, wait, wait. I'm very sorry. Um, Sarah and Don, you both are pushed 10 feet back from her. So, Sarah, you were pushed into the wall. Same. And you're also. Without the plus the five, wall. I'm a 21 to hit. You will so hit if you want to start rolling your damage die. Sure. So, Sarah. <clears throat> You take four points of bludgeoning damage as your back is cracked against the wall. So I, I fall to the ground. And Don, you take two. Okay. 
and you watch and you hear this bone-crunching echo as Rator's back crashes against this stone wall here. Uh, eight slashing, six necrotic. Okay. And you watch in horror as Rotora falls unconscious onto the ground, her face sliding against the dirt, the rubble that has fallen here. This stupid dirt. <laughs> I thought she was actually it's not my fault. You made your backstory about dirt. I'm so mad about the dirt. Uh, okay. I can, can I reposition myself to here? Correct. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. You reposition within her space, getting to the opposite side of her, uh, and you're all good on your turn. And you. All right. All right. Up. I. Uh... Retour is here, right? Yeah. Correct. Unconscious. On the Mm, okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to continue Shield of Faith. You don't need to use your bonus action to do that. Your concentration okay. will continue. Sweet. Okay. Yes. Uh, then I move over to Retora and uh, kneel down and touch her and restore two hit points. Okay. From yes. your lay on hands? Uh, or... Healing hands. Oh, yes. You're racial. Yeah. Okay. See so, yes, you you're capable of moving within her space. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is I will say in order to do that, you will need to go prone because she is on the ground. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. My AC is still 20. What a so. fucking hero. Healer with your holy touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> get yep. those, so get those hands on her. So you reach down yeah. and you heal Ratora. You take two healing. At least now you're not making death saving throws. Yeah. So. Okay. And I can do stuff again, which is... Mm-hmm. I had only Do I move... take a... Wounded? Wounded? Yes. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. taking an action conclude my movement? I can move after. No, you can still move. So further. since I'm only five feet toward her, and then knelt down. going prone doesn't take any movement, right? Correct. Standing up, though. If Would I take, take half, so you're fine with standing back. So I can stand up on the same turn. Correct. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, I'm standing up then. Dope. Cool. And then that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. And we come back to the top of the order, Dom. <laughs> I mean, I'll we'll try it again. Toll the dead. Seventeen. <laughs> no, it's a twenty without bonus. Right. Or sorry, an eighteen. Yeah, I, I looked mean, at the wrong stat. Eighteen. Yep. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's it for okay. me. Okay. One of them will. One of them will really. <laughs> you're bound really to get it one of these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to. <laughs> Hang in yeah. there, champ. <laughs> Sarah, it's your turn. As you feel the life and breath return to you, thanks to the healing hands of Nesgrim. Are you looking for wounded? Yes. So wounded is going to make it if you get knocked again, it will increase the dying condition that you possess, but yes. it does not affect you in combat currently. Okay. okay. All right, so I'm going On to... On the battery? Mm-hmm. Uh, use my... Uh, my movement, I guess, to fine. stand up. Mm-hmm. For ten minutes? If we're done in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That way you um, don't have to run the... You can just plug the wire right into it. Uh, does Shillelagh get... Okay. That's... Oh, no, it's no? an enchantment on the staff itself. Okay, it is so not an not... aspect that is requiring your concentration. Okay. It um, continues on the staff itself. So had I picked up your stick, I could have hit you with your own stick. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly what I was intending to do. That would have... That would suck. That would have been hysterical to me. Just beat you to death with your own stick. <laughs> Don't kill me with my own weapon. Shillelagh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Don't shoot me with my own gun. I would like to use my 
Yeah, so I'd like to use my bonus action mm -hmm. to face step mm -hmm. uh, right next to... Don, can you move her? Yeah. Right, right in front down. of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have to make a wisdom save. 15. That's going to pass. Okay. Um, darn it. Okay, and then I'm going to... Hit her with Shillelagh? Yeah, hit her Go with right Shillelagh. Uh, so three-quarters flanking, correct? Uh, I, uh, One, two, three? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so you'll have plus five. All right, so that's that's going to hit, I assume. 13 plus six plus five. Yes, 24 yeah. will hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> yeah. You got a dark shield. If that doing. doesn't hit, you might as well hit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. Ten points Ten. of bludgeoning damage. Yes. Okay. And you crack into the back of her with your shillelagh as you swing side, catching her like right at the nape of her neck at the height of her back. And you can hear she lets out a kind of like laborious grunt at first and then cackles. <laughs> you will bargain. <laughs> Bargain for your lives. Do you have anything else on your turn? No. 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 Um. Okay. I would. I would invoke an attack of opportunity from backing away from her at this point. Correct. Right? If yeah. you left her space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody good. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <sighs> and you watch as she pulls from her bag a small fragment of what looks like a, a severed hand. Does it look like uh -huh. a familiar severed hand? Uh, no, it looks like a smaller child's hand, like oh. a little girl's hand. God. That's, and you can, that's worse, that's you worse. You can see that from the bottom of it, from where it is severed, at the mid portion of the wrist, like the bone of, uh, the, the radial bone extends out, and falling from it is dirt. Ugh. Oh. And she takes the hand in hers, and she presses her palms together, and breaks the last portions of the fingers, and everyone makes strength saving throws as she rips this hand apart. Not good at that. Uh, that's a two minus Net two. Not twenty. Six. Six. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, so Sarah and Lawrence will pass. You guys will take half. Quick question: Have we heard Wait, we'll any other sounds? What? Coming from like outside of where we are. No. Great. Uh, so you'll take the f the half damage. So you guys will take four. You guys will take eight. I'm unconscious again. I am down. I cannot fix that any longer. <laughs> I am out of spell slots as well as all of my features and traits for healing. Uh, our only hope is to kill this lady. Mm-hmm. So now that you go I'm... to dying two, you go to dying one, and you watch as the the gravel and pebbles that break out from this hand as she rips it apart, and the dirt collects on the ground, and after a brief moment erupts, and these horrible gravel-like clay-looking hands reach out and strike at all four of you in the ten-foot cube area. So you are, and uh, Ritora, you are as well. Did you nat 20? Yes. So we had said previously we wanted to do before. Yeah. 
that if you nat 20 on the save, you take nothing. I feel like that's fair. And if you won, yeah. you would take double. So you will not take damage, Sarah. I will say that because we had discussed <laughs> that, I will make it where we stand by that rule. Uh, Don, you are knocked, though. Yeah, I would have been anyway. Uh, so yes, Retora will say that this clay hand you watch as it erupts out from the ground and you leap backwards. The others are struck by this hand and you watch as Aether falls to the ground unconscious. And that is my turn. Yalula. We're punching. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, 16 to hit. Uh, 16 does not hit. Got nothing else I can do. Yep. No, I know. We've all casted Nesgrim. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not a full action for me to put my shield away, right? That would be... Item interaction. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So with that, I'm going to put my shield away. You will pick. And then I'm going to attack her with my longsword two-handed. Two okay. Just chop down at her. Go right ahead. Oh, uh, add five, right? Yep. Okay, so that's going to be a 14, still doesn't hit. 14 does not hit. So you place your shield back, and you grip your longsword, and you swipe diagonally towards her. As you do, you can see that using the fragmented pieces of the hand that she tore apart, she twists her arm, and your longsword embeds, almost like a bracer, into the fragmented (sighs) pieces remaining from this little girl's hand. Jeez. Do you have anything else on your turn? Um... No, continue Shield of Faith. Don, make your dying save. DC 11. 16. Okay. So you are uh, back, dying one. Yep. Or sorry, wounded one. Yep. At one. You have your turn. Okay. (laughs) Told the dead? No. I'm going to pull out my short sword and stab her in the fucking kidneys. (laughs) Fuck you. Get her. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a 20 with bonus. Yes. I'm telling you, told the dead doesn't work. And that is nine points of damage. I stab her in the kidneys with my... my, Just to clarify, this is a short sword made from the bone of someone's leg. Fine. Yep. And you plunge your it's sword. It's also sword. the uh, the the knife of uh, Ostador, isn't it? No. Oh no, that's a different. Is that <laughs> yeah, a different well, one? Yep. Yeah. So you plunge your short sword into her back, and you feel it pierce through this rough, leathery exterior that is her skin, sink deeply into her. And as you pull your blade out again, black ichor spurts out, followed by grab like gravel and rubble as it descends and falls to the ground near her. Very good. Anything else on your turn? Uh, nope. I am out of spell slots, and no one is downed, so I can't spare the dying. So correct. Um, I'm good. Okay. Can't spare <laughs> the dying. Mm-hmm. Tora. CMS. Just so you know, we are doing a different dying condition, so this way we have modified it to better fit the uh, difficulty and horrifying nature of mm-hmm. the city of Oshawa. Yep. Yeah, if I were to go down again, then it's harder for me to get back up because I am wounded now. Uh, so we have some variant rules for... That's why we also roll on a burnout table when we cast mm-hmm. spells that are level 1 or above. Because mm-hmm. uh, if we roll a 1 on whatever our burnout die happens to be, then things happen. Mm-hmm. What are you oh, doing, damn. Sarah? I had a question and I lost it. It's okay. 
Does wounded clear after a long rest? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer wounded one. Mm-hmm. I would like to use wild shape. Okay. I would like to turn into a wolf. Okay. Um. So, I'll... All your things blend into this wolf, and you assume yeah. the appearance of a white, white wolf. wolf. Mm. Very mm-hmm. good. What are you doing? Um. So that was my action to. For Moon, isn't it a bonus action, or is that at a later level? Uh. I'm genuinely not familiar. So, I'm a little confused because it says it says under action. Yes. Um. But then under bonus action, it says combat wild shape. Correct. And yes. It says I can use that as a... Correct. Oh, so that, in that's combat. That's the aspect of okay. the druid that you are okay. gaining the benefit of. So yes, you utilize your bonus action, become a white wolf, and you still have your action. Okay, so that uses a spell slot to do that. So then... Wild shaping? Yeah. No, it does not. No. It, it said u- it for ju- the bonus action. It just uses the, the wild shape slots. Those are separate. It says one spell slot. Yeah, and it oh, doesn't... Oh, to regain... Yes. Hit points. Okay. Um, so then I can use my action to... I would Correct. like to bite her. Okay. <laughs> Make your the, attack roll. Bite her in the kidneys. Yeah. Right in the kidney. Also in the kidney. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my wolf. Playing the long game. Go for the kidneys first. Uh-huh. And do I get plus five because of the flanking? Correct. Okay. That's going to be a 17 plus... Uh, so You're 20. Hitting. Yep. Uh, so then 2d4. That's uh, 6 plus to 8 points of eight. piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so, not a creature, never mind. Yeah. So you lunge forward and you bite into the thigh of her leg and you wrap your teeth around her. Make a dexterity saving throw. Should I try and put another noose around my neck? No, not quite. Dex saving throw, you said? I think if you're wearing a noose and you're a wolf, it's a leash. (laughs) (laughs) 17. 17, so you'll pass and take half. You take five. As again, five um, bludgeoning damage. So that's... I get 11. Yes, it comes off of your wolf hit points. So you take five as this these rocks and rubble crack and spray into your face mm-hmm. as you bite into her leg. An iker fills your mouth with this horrible, gritty, dirty feeling. Gross. Mm-hmm. And it's my turn. So you are currently biting my leg. Mm-hmm. I will claw you. Uh, 20 with bonus. <laughs> Can you just miss for once? No. That'd be great if you could just miss. 16. <laughs> so when you take that in wild shape, do you conclude wild shape? Or and it carries Wild over? shape oh. concludes and then it carries oh. over. Yikes. And you were so at you, one? Yeah. Two. You were at two. So, so yeah. she's yeah. You're, she's down, you're down again. So she's down again. So you're biting into my leg and you all watch as she just laughs and takes her claws and descends and pulls Retora's head up with one hand and plunges her claws all around your face, puncturing into you. 
and your wild shape concludes and you fall once more to the ground at her feet. And that is my turn. Yalula. How's she looking? Very bloodied. Very bloodied. She's getting slashed. Very good. Uh, that one's a 17 to hit. 17? 17 hits? Uh, I thought I could tank this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11 slashing for necrotic. Describe how you oh, deal the finishing oh. blow to this creature. Right, so she's turned facing Rotora. Correct. Uh, and you concluded your turn after you said you reached down to slash her, so she's like bent forward. Correct. So she is leaning away from you, having plunged her da- her daggerous claws into the face of Rotora, and you watch as Rotora's body mutates out of her wild shape and falls to the ground. Right. Through the back of her neck. Very good. And the two of you on the sides of her watch as this short sword plunges through her throat, spraying dirt and black blood all over the area around. And you hear, mm-hmm. Hush now, child. <laughs> and you watch as she falls forward in a lump. Like an amorphous lump? No, I mean you watch as but just she's... this black ichor begins to spread out around her. And you hear this, this faint kind of cackling. I'm gonna back up. I'm going to uh, bend down and try to drag Ritora away, spare the dying as I'm dragging her. Yep. I'll help pull her. I forgot she was down, so I'll do that instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as I'm pulling my sword out, I'm gonna turn it and yep. and pull it out sideways, sideways across. and crack through the side of her neck. Yeah. You do so, and you hear no more laughter, no more Good. giggling. Fucker. You stand here over this body of this horrifying looking creature. I suppose we're probably not leaving today after uh, that. I suppose not. not. No. Uh, so you're stabilized at uh you're stabilized, you're no longer I think we need to check on She is unconscious for now. Yeah, you're unconscious. Um Am I able does this woman have like a body? Has it dissolved? Can look. Yeah, I mean, you still see, like, the fragment of the head kind of, like, twisted. Sure. A grotesque jaw kind of, you know, cracked off to the side. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to crush her skull with my boot. Okay, make a strength check. What do you do? Uh, that is a 16. 16? Yeah. So you step down on the head, and you feel the skull crack beneath your foot, and as you do, the blood bursts the black blood again out of the ears and begins to spread out from the nose and the grotesque eye as you press your boot down turns and looks at you. That's fine. That's not That's not that's fine. Not fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no part of that is yeah. okay. So you crack the skull. Yep. It goes, begins to go flat and the grotesque eye turns Moves. and catches your gaze. Okay. And we'll conclude there. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> John. (laughs) I told you to expect this. Oh, I need a beer. (laughs) How can I expect this? How can I possibly expect this? Did you really know I was going to drink the tea? Damn it. Of course. 
Chat, just hang around for one second. Uh, we're going to do our concluding announcements. And then I would like to uh, raid somebody. We've got a lot of people hanging out in here tonight. And our good friends uh, at Avantress Legends are doing a giveaway tonight to celebrate 3,000 followers. So I would like to raid them and blow up their chat. If you wouldn't mind just hanging around for a moment. Uh, I would like to start raiding other communities and uh, spread the love. Um, MX... Uh, MX5 can. I'm sure that's supposed to be an S, but I can't mentally process what that says right now. So thank you very much for the follow. Uh, thank you all for the follows this evening. I really appreciate it, uh, as well as the subs and everything. You guys are amazing. Um, we'll be back tomorrow for Princes of the Apocalypse. TC Reigns, thank you so much. Um, it has been follows, truly a guys. wild, a wild evening. Um, I'm glad that our suffering has brought you joy. Yep. Uh, and I really appreciate all the kind words about our our stream and the studio and everything. We really appreciate it. We put a lot of work into what we do, and I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. Um, so thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, if you're new here, make sure you follow us so you can find us again. Uh, you can also go to our website, notgreatrpg.com. Scroll down, click the schedule, uh, and that will show you when we're live and, and what we're doing, uh, as well as all of our sponsors. We've got coupon codes for certain D&D-related things like dice, which everyone needs. Um, so go check those out. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we stream every day that we do stream. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back at 6 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Um, so yeah, if you guys can hang around for just a minute, I'm going to go to my computer and put the raid command in. I'll tell you guys what to type in the chat. Uh, so thank you guys very much. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, friends. Hush. <laughs> <laughs>